listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Welcome to Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. We are officially here. We're in week one. Well, we're close. We're we're very close. I'm going to go ahead and say we're We're, officially We're very close. It is week one of the NFL regular season. It is episode one of the 2018 Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast for the NFL season. We're back. We're back in action for for the real OG listeners out there that uh, listened to us uh, about a year ago when we first started up. You guys know kind of the rundown of how these episodes go. But man, let's just take a minute to just to just you know maybe a, a brief moment of silence. Like it's just it's man Thursday night. We have we have the Falcons and the Eagles. We have football. Jordan, I really don't want to be quiet because I got a lot to say. Well, yeah, yeah, we got a lot to say today. We got, we got, we got to get to it. So straight to business, time for business. Straight to business. So, guys, the way we do this is, is we're going to be running down each game for the for each week. We're going to be just kind of talking about the matchup, talking about some players, uh, just basically giving you as much knowledge as we can to get you prepared, get your lineup set, get ready to just dominate this season and just take that that winnings or that trophy and just be able to bask in the glory and say you know what garage guys helped us get here and we love it and we love that and we're, we're all here for the garage fam so straight to biz thursday night the first nfl game of the 2018 season is going to be the falcons playing the eagles in it's, like, it's like the eagles are starting off right where they left off battle of the birds Battle of the Birds. Battle of the Birds. You got the Dirty Birds, and you got the Backup Birds. The Backup Birds. The the Birds, I mean, the, the coaching changes with the Atlanta Falcons. Um, you know, the different offense now, trying to kind of find this groove again. Hopefully, God, they can get Julio Jones for some touchdowns. Which, you, I mean, he was still top five last year in fan, or number two, two or three or something like that. I'm Fantasy just, points last year for Julio, but he's got to get some touchdowns this year. Julio disgusts me. Julio, dude. Yeah. Dude. Julio. Honestly, honestly, if Julio starts getting touchdowns this year, if they start getting him the ball in the red zone and he starts getting touchdowns, he could he could definitely, definitely beat Antonio Brown if he gets it enough. Yeah, I mean, we, we need to at least have one... Like more than one Three game of a fifty-point touchdowns last year. in one game, right? <laughs> no, no, I don't think he did. I think he had like uh, two hundred ninety-nine yards. Like so that was like twenty-nine points right there. Um, so he had twenty more points. He might have had one touchdown in that game. It was insane the amount of points he put up, though. Julio just really was was disappointment, and he's he's you know I remember the years where he was just spectacular. But the the truth of the matter is is that some of you guys are going to have him on your rosters. You definitely know he's a starter. He's somebody to plug in there. So some of more of the sleeper potential players now. One in particular I can think of is going to be the the boy Calvin Ridley. 
uh, stepping onto the scene. He's going to be taking away some of those targets, possibly. I mean, how how are you seeing this going down against this Philadelphia defense? I don't know if it's gonna if it's gonna take away from Julio Jones' targets. I think that what you could see this year is with uh, Muhammad Sanu and Calvin Ridley both out there with Julio. The defense can't focus so much on Julio. So you see Julio getting the same amount of targets possible because, you know, they still always move the ball around pretty well. I mean, Matt Ryan likes to dump it off to Tevin Coleman or or um, what's the other one, Freeman, Devontae Freeman. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't. I think that the, this this could be a good help. It's like like this year for OBJ, you know, if you like, we'll talk about that later, but OBJ's got a lot of other options around him which could give him a lot more possibilities. I mean, it might it might limit his his amount Pull of some of that it, coverage it, off. Yeah, but his his when he does catch the ball, it, you know, he might be more open. You gotcha. know, he could be more explosive in that way, and that's what I could see for Calvin. Same thing for Calvin if they, you know, first part of the season, they double up on Julio and you leave Calvin really open. I've I've felt the burn of Calvin Ridley watching him play LSU, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know the, what he can the, do. For them roll tide roll tide guys <laughs> out there. No, that wasn't for them. That was not at all for them. You don't want nothing. You, you've for got them. me mistaken there. You've got me but third, they, third as down? the children say these days, you've got me fucked up. You've got me fucked up. Yeah. You got me all wrong here. All right, so one one player from the Falcons. Oh, would you are you starting Matt Ryan? Is, uh, is Matt Ryan worth starting quarterback job before the week one? You know, I've been thinking a lot about it, and I've realized Matt Ryan is really, really like not getting enough credit. I feel like. I mean, I think that the, the where he's going. I mean, he's still staying on some waiver wires out there. Um, you know, and, and and you can pick this guy up on most of all waiver wires. I think I don't know the, the percentages, but it's it's pretty crazy. But look, I I like I, I like Austin Hooper in this game. I think Austin Hooper is a sneaky target because the, these this Eagles defense is going to be knowing who they're going to be watching. They're going to be watching Julio Jones. We got that figured out. They're going to be wanting to really protect this run because they know Devonta Freeman can do work if he gets you know the opportunity. So they want to make sure they're blocking there. But I just hope they use Tevin Coleman better this year. And and, and I really, really didn't think, do it last year. I think this is going to be the year where you're going to start seeing that happen a little bit more. Tevin Coleman's kind of going to get a bigger impact now because you know the Devonta Freeman shows happened. It slowed down a little bit as of last year. He had a couple of moments of greatness, but now it's just time where they're going to you're going to see more of a balance. I feel this year, and you know we'll really truly see on Thursday night. We'll see how that plays out. But if I'm going to be plugging in any players on the Falcons, I've got you know in DFS lineups. I want Austin Hooper in there. Um, I remember last year I think they were playing against the. Bears and Austin Hooper had that really good uh, touchdown pass, and he won some people some money just from having him in there. So that's one to look at um, on the Falcon side of the ball. Um, you know, as far as my pick, I mean, who who would you throw in on a DFS lineup from the Falcon side of the ball? Week one, I wouldn't do it, but if if like say after week one, pay attention to what they do with Tevin Coleman. Uh, if they start with the the way they use Tevin Coleman, whenever Kyle Shanahan was there, see him getting you that kind of potential because his price would be really low, and you know. The same. I was thinking about it a while ago. I didn't say it, but if we're going to get to the Eagles, same thing with Tevin Coleman versus Darren Sproles. If you remember last year, you had LeGarrette Blount and Jay Ajayi, right? And Ajayi Blount. And then Darren Sproles was hurt last year, wasn't he? Didn't he yeah, get injured or Darren something? Darren was hurt, so Darren's coming back. And Darren Sproles coming back could be a huge DFS guy too. He could, you know, yeah. In the flex, you know how he always did. In. He would just have these bad game, bad game, bad games, and he'd be like. Thirty points. It's all about the matchup, yeah. how the defense is, and you need to just be paying attention to that. 
But like you said, flipping over to the Eagles at this point now, um, a lot of crazy stuff's been going on with them. Carson Wentz, we found out that Nick Foles is going to be the starting quarterback. Uh, you've got Alshon Jeffrey Hurt. So, I mean, your really big targets that you have there, of course, is Zach Ertz. And then you have Nelson Aguilar there. Running backs, they've named Jay Ajayi. He's going to be the go-to running back with Corey Clement behind him. And then Darren Sproles used some in that pass game. So, like you were saying, a good flex spot in the DFS. So, that's kind of a guy from this game that you're looking at yeah. that you might throw into that spot. Um, and so, you know, will we, Nick Foles catch a touchdown pass? Will Nick Foles be Super Bowl Nick Foles basically? Will he catch <laughs> a touchdown? Okay, so, will a Philly special come like, back? Do you feel like there should be a slot cuz I've I've gone through a couple of times this year I've gone through the you know, checking Excuse um me. points, okay, for fantasy leagues. Should there be a spot? That if your quarterback catches a touchdown pass, he gets like 15 points. We should make that. It should be there. That should be there. Because Marcus Mariota set the record, and then with the Philly special with Nick Foles, we had happened last actually caught it. happened two times last year. Well, Marcus's was, was And it was, it was only accidental. six. Well, it still happened. It happened two times last year. I think they still only broke. got six points out of it. They were confused, because it took like ten minutes for those points to come on there for Mariota <laughs> for me. And so I was like, the abs were very confused. Well, it like, should have been 12 points, because Marcus Mariota threw it. <laughs> And he called it. So it should have been 12 points. You make a very good fucking point. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, yeah. So talk to your commissioners about that. Because that's something that's happening now. We're, we're starting to see all kinds of craziness going down. Um, uh, in case you didn't know before we move forward, this podcast is brought to you by ice. Uh, we've been, been eating a lot of we ice. Like, we like our ice. We like, we like some ice. We like to eat some ice. But, uh, all right. You know, so, I think Carson Wentz is going to come back pretty soon. I think this is, you know. Yeah, no, this is temporary. A- just, uh, you know. Unless Nick Foles gets out there and he is Super Bowl Nick, Nick Foles. I mean, because we've seen some other teams where some people might not get their job. Man, Carson Wentz, though, man. It's, it the is way Carson he Wentz. played last year. You, But at the end of the day, it's about who's performing, and that's what a coach has to take into consideration. They did say that, that, that went from when Nick Foles started till the playoffs and the Super Bowl was done, in that time frame, his stats was the best quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, during that time, that's insane. That's, that's and I mean that that numbers don't lie. No, we check stat route. Yes, we do. We, we know check stat route for those for those weeks. Basically, you know what? Just go look at Nick Foles' points for all year, and that's the only time he got points. That's it. <laughs> and he was the best quarterback in that time. So those are some. So some of the players you're looking for. Who do you have winning this game? The Eagles. Eagles. Yeah, I'm, I'm Eagles. going. I'm going Falcons. You going Falcons? I'm going Falcons. I'm saying Eagles. I think I the think, defense is going to be better. I think that the offensive talent's a little bit better, and I think that right now, just with kind of some of the things they have going on, I understand. Yes, defense can win the game for Philly, and that is possible. But I just they they got their asses hurt last year. I think the Falcons are going to come back really heavy, really hard, and they want to see this go down for sure. So I uh, I definitely like them. So that's that's where I'm leaving that. So Thursday night. So you're pulling for the Dirty Birds. I, 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 I'm not pulling for them. I it have sounds, winning. It sounds like you're pulling for them. I think that they are going to win. Because what if that comes up with a tiebreaker with the little Saints? Hmm. Mm. Are you Saints? talking about like if they play in the Saints, or are you talking about... No, I mean, like, you know, if it comes up to tiebreaker, to win-loss record beyond the conference or beyond the division... Oh no no! They'll so lose a lot. Oh, okay, okay. They're gonna lose a lot. They're I just, just think gonna, gonna beat the Super just, Bowl champs of last year that basically didn't lose anything. I, I think I think an upset. So coming. you're saying Falcons to the bowl? No, 
Don't put words in my mouth, damn it. Don't put words in my mouth. But no, I just I, I, I think the Falcons are going to pull. I don't think it's going to be a big win, but I think they're going to pull this one through. And so that's where I'm leaving that at. So Thursday night's over with. We're rolling out of there. So now we're going to get to the major slate of games, kicking off with Bills at the Ravens. So this is going to be a fun fucking game to watch for Ravens fans. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. For those of you that don't know, the Bills have named Nathan Peterman the starting quarterback. Uh, Corey Coleman has been uh, cut from the team. Wider- so can I, can I put a Ravens cornerback <laughs> in my wide receiver slot this year? That would probably be Because I believe great Nathan thing. Peterman has thrown more touchdown passes to the other team than his own team. I mean, that we all know that that can't happen, but it would be very wise of all of you to uh, to put uh, the Ravens defense in your lineup, whether you're in a championship league, if you're, if you're a defensive streamer, throw that Ravens defense in there this year. This is going to be one hell of a game for the Ravens. We watch him, watch see- him. You know what? Watch him just like last year. All right, last year you were like so big on him. And like he sucked it up and this year. Oh, dude! I, I feel like I, we're I gonna burned. be so shit on him that he's just gonna like blow us out the water and be like, like better than Deshaun Watson. G- yeah, like G- some reverse some psychology shit. shit. Yeah, like Nathan was like, I heard y'all, and yeah. look at me now, bitch. Like you're coming back. Like, he's definitely great. got something to prove in this game, though. Oh, big time! Because everybody's low on him right now. The whole entire Twitter sphere is <clears> blowing up, just laughing at this kid. Twitter like, sphere, I mean, this is uh, what you want me to say? Facebook sphere. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. So yes, you have to look at it this way. Basically, he is—he uh, does have a major chip on his shoulder. He's got to come out, and I mean, he's throwing the ball to Kelvin Benjamin. You got Charles Clay as your tight end. You've got Zay Jones, the guy that jumps out of windows on bath salts. Um, <laughs> and then uh, big news. Big, big news. LaShawn McCoy is eligible to play for week one. So all of you guys... I wonder if this is going to be a weekly thing. We got to talk about the people that... like. Do you realize how low LaShawn McCoy was going because of all this stuff? So the so you guys are the winners that drafted LaShawn. Well, no, they haven't won yet because one week is nothing. Is this going to be a week-to-week thing? And we got to worry every single week whether or not he's going to be eligible to play? All I you know, know is like, that you win your do, first like, game, possibly... If he's there and you have another good team around him, because most people that do have him in their leagues are going to be people that were, you know, took him a little bit later, so they got some really good talent. Yeah, you got, you got number, you got, you know, what's he been like a third, third round guy, third, fourth, third round? or fourth, I think. But still, I mean, he could still screw you up. You know, week three he goes out, you're, yeah, you could be in some big trouble. Yeah, that's why I hope it's not a week to week thing. I hope they figure it out. I would rather them figure it out now. Give him five or six weeks off early instead of miss the last six weeks of the season. I hear you. That that is the only player, by the way, that I'm recommending to start uh, for the Bills is going to be LaShawn McCoy, and that's that. So flipping to this Raven side of the ball, dude. I think we might. I mean, if everything goes kind of the way that that it's uh, that it's gonna that's been foreseen to possibly go, we could even see some Lamar Jackson action this and week. It's possible. Why? Dude, if the Ravens put so much of an ass-whooping on this team, you know they're definitely going to let him play. I mean, they're going to throw him in there. I I mean, I I think so. I think you could possibly see it. It just depends on how big the win is. Do you know why you haven't seen the second-string quarterback play very much in, in, uh, in Baltimore? Why is that? Because Joe Flacco can't score enough points to get that far ahead. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they might beat them twenty-one to nothing. The defense might go off. I'll give you that. The, the defense, defense might get them fourteen and get them to thirty-five. That's to my nothing. hot defense of the week. You know that could happen, but uh, I don't know, man. I wonder if it's going to be like a Hugh Jackson thing. And like, 
I feel like if like if if, if Cleveland got up like fifty points, he'd be like, "Nah, bro, Baker, stay on the bench. Stay on the bench. Sticking with Tyrod. Sticking with Tyrod all the time." Well, I mean, you gotta look at who Joe's. I, mean, got. I hope I would hope to see Lamar Jackson. Though. I will say that it would be great. It would be, and I'm just saying that that it's it's possibility. If Joe Flacco goes out there and does work, then yeah. If not, then whatever. But I mean, you gotta think about who's throwing the ball to. Some some means the, these Ravens wide receivers. I don't have any. I don't own any shares of Ravens wide receivers. I'm getting my words fucked. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it's uh, who do we have here um, on this? You know, John yeah, you Brown's got, like, there. Let's see, Crabtree. Yeah, Michael Crabtree could really, really be something. You know, I, I think it would be better if Lamar Jackson was in the football. Do you think he's going to wear a chain this year? Mm, yeah, I don't think. Why do they, do they play the Rams? Or does he have to face Aqib Talib? I'm not sure. I'm not <laughs> We're sure. We're to look at the long schedule. We're going to figure that out. We we'll, figure we'll, it out. we'll see it one day on this list. That will be the artwork for that podcast that week if they are playing each other. Yeah. For sure. But no, um, yeah, like I said, Alex Collins, running back. Um, I like him a lot for the Ravens. Um, as far as this Bills defense, I mean, we've been seeing a little ins and outs, but I really think the way that you're going to kill this Bills defense is in the passing attack. Um, so, you know, you could really look to see, you know, Michael Crabtree getting there in the end zone. Um, you're going to be looking at, at finding, you know, different ways. But like I said, you think you think all, Willie Sneed will do anything good there? Um, it, it just depends. I don't really know how they're going to use him. I mean, it could be just like, you know, when I mean, Jimmy Graham's a tight end, it's a different position. But I mean, you look at the way they used him in Seattle compared to how they used him in New Orleans. And I just feel like people that come out of New Orleans, it, it seems that they, if you're not on the defensive side of the ball, that there's not a whole lot going on for you there if you're on the offense. So I don't really know how they're going to use him. I mean, the only wide receiver that I would probably even give give you know two shits for is going to be Michael Crabtree there, just because of his caliber of play, what he can do, what we've seen him do. So that's where I'm staying that at. But uh, I'm I'm going defense in this game for the Ravens. That's my hot pick. Who's your hot pick for this game? Lamar you, Jackson. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> just pray about it. Just pray about it. <laughs> just yeah, pray about I'm it. Steelers are playing in Cleveland. Now, here's some more hot news, okay? Lev Bell did not show up. Surprise. Shocker. Do you think he's still in the strip club? No. No? He's out? Uh-uh. I don't know. What, what do you think? Nobody knows where the fuck he's at, man. They really don't. That son of a bitch is in the studio right now. He's getting ready. He's getting ready to drop a new track. He's uh, he's hyped. He's amped up. Um, it just pisses it, me off, man. It's It, it sucks. I mean, this dude I'm is I'm glad going, I didn't draft him any. No, I have you know? no shares of him either. He don't know nothing nothing new that's coming out. He hasn't really been doing true conditioning training that he should be doing with his team. You know, he doesn't have the... He's not going to have the leadership role that he should have, I feel like. I mean, he's still going to have it because everybody understands that he's doing this for, for, for the, money. For the money. You know, which is what he plays football for. I get that. But, you know, if you really wanted a championship when you've got a team like that, and that could be the problem problem with freaking Steelers, man. And I, I think, you know, because they don't have enough, a good enough team to get out, a, a, a um, happier team in the locker room to get out there and win a championship. Because look, you look at this team on paper, you look at the Steelers, Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, Juju. Big Ben. They got they got the wide receiver core. 
Oh, did for sure they've got the wide receiver core. That, that's that's a given. That's knocked down. So Defense has not always been the best. Big Ben, you know, when he falls, he falls pretty fucking hard because he's you know twenty feet tall. But but here's the here's the thing about it with everything. We all know that the wide receiver is going to show it. If you've got AB or Juju, you're fine. You know to, to to have those guys rolling. This is one fantasy target that I'm looking at. So if Lev Bell does not show up, I, I really at this point for him not even being there now, we can probably be already assume <coughs> that he's most likely not even going to play the first game. And if that's the case, you better be throwing some James Conner in your lineups. That is going to be the backup running back at Pittsburgh. James Conner will be out there. And, I mean, why not? I mean, he's going to be cheap as shit. He's going to be somebody you can throw in that can potentially at least get you a touchdown maybe just because of the way they use running back in Pittsburgh. So I do like him against this. Now, granted, yes, you're going to pay attention to what's going on. you got to keep with the news on that too because that's a very – it's a very risky thing to do to put him in. I mean, I, I think upside potential for sure, but I mean, heavy you know, sleeper we're talking back, about. yeah. And then you also got to look. You're going against this Browns defense now. Look, I know they're the Browns, whatever. Miles Garrett's looking fucking fierce. Um, from what I've heard, uh, I think it was uh, Orchard. They 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 let go of Orchard. He's meeting with some different people now. So uh, what is it, Nassib? Uh, Carl Nassib's going to be one of the guys on the defense. He's he's the new end there, I believe. Is the well, I know he made the 53 man roster. I don't know if he made first team or not. Yeah, I'm not 100 percent with it, but I do know that that defense is is not as uh, don't don't sleep on the Browns defense. Um, they 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 have the potential to be really really high. Yeah, everybody's got potential to be great, but you know what? If you're in a Browns uniform, you're gonna have to prove to me something before I do anything with you. Well, hey, we're excited, <laughs> right? They all got their I'm, stripes today, huh? I'm, uh, we'll see if they got. Did a stripe. you find out? I don't if know. They were maybe they'll be, have, maybe they'll have gonna to be flags. Like, I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do. But if you're a Browns man, it is not worth my fantasy season. Okay. Anyway, the Browns. I disagree with you hardcore. Here I know Jarvis, you, Jarvis is probably the only one that I would start off of the Browns. I mean, I've drafted Josh. David and Joku. Sick about it. David and Joku is the tight end there. We've already seen. Yeah, but look who's throwing the ball. Until Baker Mayfield is a starter, and I see what he can do. Man, man, look, got teeth to tot, tooth to teeth to rod. Yeah, come on, to rod, to rod, to rod, Tyrod. What if he comes out and says my name is Tarud? Too rude. He's too rude. What he's too legit. He's too rude. Too legit. Too legit to quit. Man, you know Baker Mayfield's twice twice the football player he is. Look, Baker Mayfield's great and all, but the the, the bo- bottom line is right now is that Tyrod Taylor is your starting quarterback there. You still have to understand that those players that the are Browns on the team, play too much. Dude, Callaway has been named a starter today. We know Josh Josh Gordon is not going to be playing week one. So, yes, Jarvis Landry, David Njoku, I'm looking at those guys. Those are some hot targets. We'll see what happens to Josh, too, because they're talking about, oh, he's not starting week one. Well, you know, fucking, you know he's not starting, all right, but they don't want to tell us anything else. Um, we'll have to wait till Hard Knocks to see a little bit more, try to get a little bit more in-depth on what his thought process is on it. Yeah, we got to wait really for that to say drop. anything. But, but I mean, I think that's going to be the next thing that pisses uh, Hugh Jackson off is whenever they ask, what about Josh? What about Josh? What about Josh? Look, stop asking. Stop asking me. And I want to hear Nick, Nick Saban did the same thing. <laughs> I'm I'm going to say in this game, though, right off the bat, um, you got to go with Antonio Brown. <laughs> That's that's really that's that's your hot the hot guy. That's the easy one. As far as the Cleveland side of the ball, um, I'm I really think that David Njoku is going to show out in this game, and then Carlos Hyde as well. Because a lot, I feel like this year a lot of people have, are starting to forget about a little bit about. Carlos I hope Hyde. I hope to see Callaway do well. 
I like to see Callaway do well myself, but I, I think that the tight end is going to be pretty big in this game for the Brown side of the ball. You starting Josh Gordon? If you have, if you've drafted him in the league, I am not. I have, I've drafted him. I do have a share of Josh Gordon. You starting him or not? He will be on my bench. No. Ten, ten man, twelve man. What is it? Uh, he's in a uh, twelve man that I have him in. So yes, he will be on my bench. That's I'm going to wait man. and kind of see how that plays out. Um, this game though, man. So this is this is a big one. Who? I th- I think huh? the Browns could do it. <laughs> <laughs> the Browns are gonna be. I want to see the Browns win this game so bad, so bad. I'd say a streak continues. I really, the I really streak continues. Yeah, the losing streak continues. You don't think that they're, gonna, don't win think they're gonna win this game? I don't think they're gonna win this game. I just all. think that mentally on the side of Pittsburgh. I, I mean, I know yes, you have to be a very mentally tough individual. Yeah, they've got a good running back in, in, in uh, their backup running back slot. Doesn't matter about live. You know, I, I don't think I don't know if that defense is ready for Antonio Brown. I don't think Pittsburgh is is really processing. Well, maybe they are. I don't know, but I really feel like I just I feel like the Browns they're either going to get right there and then fuck something up. I've <laughs> done that many times. Yeah, they're either going to like almost have this game in the bag and then just fuck some shit up, or they're going to win. And and I I just I want to see this team win and I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say it I'm gonna put it out in the universe Cleveland Browns beat the Steelers in their home opener we'll see said it uh, Bengals and Colts this game sounds ugly this this does not sound like an appealing game well, well because we're so used to you know Jacoby Brissett or whoever else has started for Andrew Luck and I think Oh yeah, that Andrew gonna be, Luck guy. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good yeah. game. I think I, I can't wait. I think Andrew Luck is gonna go right back to where he's supposed to be. I think he's still a hell of a football player. He's gonna throw that ball to T. Y. Hilton and I'm gonna I'm gonna every pass that Andrew Luck completes to T. Y. Hilton, I'm gonna Crop it and send it to you all day long. You can crop it and send it to yeah, me. I'm gonna have the clip of every. Are you gonna order reception. a Ty Hilton jersey? No, I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm just gonna make sure you see every one of the catches. Every one of them. Yeah, I want to make sure you see every one of them. That's a lot of data. I might run out. Hey, it's gonna be great. It's gonna <laughs> you be great. have unlimited. I have high, high, high hopes for him. I don't think I was able to get Ty Hilton in any, um, any large like a ten or twelve or anything like that. So it really sucks that I wasn't able to get him, but I'm I'm excited for him this year. What really sucks is that there's not a whole lot much more to talk about on that team other than Andrew Luck and T. Y. Hilton. You got Eric Ebron and Jack Doyle <clears throat> in the tight end slot and then for running back. You don't know who's just, gonna get the freaking ball there. Running back a lot of people looks, like Ebron, but Dude, running back looks boo, dude. Okay, so Marlon Mack, we don't really know if he's gonna start. And then right behind him you got Jordan Wilkins. So the rookie running back, we might be seeing him starting out running this. He could be somebody that you want to maybe throw in in your flex spot as a sleeper uh, if you for have this game. To. If you have to, if you're if you're really thin at, at running back and the guy's sitting there, I mean, why not go ahead? If you know that Marlon Mack's out, Marlon Mack's probably rostered somewhere. You definitely want to go ahead and and get you a little bit of Jordan Wilkins. Marlon Mack is on the waivers in a lot of places. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in two of my leagues, he's on the waivers. He's drafted in every league that I'm in. Yeah. Well, we'll see if he comes back. We'll see if he, you know, that's just going to be one to watch. But yeah, if you're super thin at, at running back, you need one. He's worth a, a shot to put in there against this Bengals defense. But on this Bengals side of the ball, um, 
I, I want to see more than mediocrity from this team. Okay, so it feels like last year Andy Dalton became what? What do you, you your favorite word to say? Him, the Red Rider, Red Rider gun. gun. Yeah, yeah. So he's just become that ever since that JJ Watt put that out there on television. Like it's like his mind just got swamped, and like he just been <laughs> under this fucking like swamp rock for like years. And you've got two incredible wide receivers. I don't think John Ross gets as much credit as he deserves. But man, I'm really liking me some John Ross this year. And I, I mean, drafted I him last year. He was my last uh, my last pick last. Year. And he was a rookie last year. He was coming a rookie, in. and it didn't work out for him a whole lot. But but I mean, it's a new year. It's, it also didn't work out for Joe. Well, it worked out for him, year. but it didn't work out for me. I want to see a resurgence from Cincinnati. I want to see this happen. I feel like we're going to see a lot more out of it's Joe like, Mixon like, this year. It's like they haven't really been the, been as bad as the Browns because the Browns have been so bad. But if the Browns end up making better this year, it's like Cincinnati could be the new Browns. It's going to be. It's going to be Cincinnati. I think I they're, they're the second worst team. Well, I, I think they were the second worst team last year, as far as watching them. They play. were, yeah, they were pretty rough. They're pretty boring to watch. Um, I want to see more ex- explosiveness out of AJ Green. I actually am an AJ Green owner this year. Consistency out of AJ Green. Yes, that well, he I mean, but that all starts with Andy Dalton. You know, that ball's got to get there right for him to do his job. I mean, yes, AJ Green's an incredible wide receiver. Um, as long as Andy Dalton's coming out hot, I mean, Andy Dalton might end up working himself up if if he can just get himself right, get get his game where it needs to be. We can maybe see him become another fantasy quarterback again and really just take hold of this. But uh, I like I like me some Joe Mixon going up against the Colts defense. I do like that for this game. I think Joe Mixon's going to be really hot on it. So I'm down with the I'm down with the mix. Down with the mix for this. Who one. got the W here? Who got the W I'm on this game? Col- I'm going to Colts. I'm going to have to go ahead and say that the Bengals are going to take this one. I think that Joe Mixon is going to have at least two touchdowns in this game, rushing touchdowns. Um, I, th- I see him having a big game against this Colts defense. So how many touchdowns is AJ going to get if, if Joe gets two? Um, I, as far as that, I mean, I could see uh, AJ getting maybe one touchdown, uh, roughly somewhere around 70 yards. That's kind of what I'm going to go ahead and call for AJ for this game. I think that AJ Green's going to get his share. I think that Joe Mixon is going to be like, hey, you know what? You all slept on me last year. I got something to prove. And this Colts defense is not really that hot. So I think <coughs> this is a perfect way for, for them to come out and say, hey, who day? As they, they, I feel like they stole that from the Saints, man. But it's who day? Who day? They're going to come out and uh, they're going to make Cincinnati fans really, really happy in this game. But, yes, very excited to see Andrew Luck back playing. Uh, I do kind of forget from time to time that he is back in the league because it's been too damn long. I want to see Andrew Luck with three touchdowns, three passing touchdowns, and 300 yards. That would be great. And that would make At people feel yards. very comfortable having him oh, and drafting yeah. him where he's been going. Um, as far as uh, quarterback comfortability, what we want to feel, we want to, uh, to to see more comfortability out of uh, both of these quarterbacks, in my opinion, for this next matchup. The Titans and the Dolphins are playing in Miami. Uh, Marcus Mariota, uh, Tannehill's coming back. And with Deion Lewis being on that team now, um, I like the Titans a lot. Why? Just because of the Dolphins, man. I mean, like, look, okay, yeah, you got uh, Ryan Tannehill. Wait, you like the Dolphins because of Deion, or you like the Dolphins because I mean, you like the Titans because of Deion, or you like them because they're playing the Dolphins? I like, I like both, both actually, because the the Dolphins. I mean, I, I've been hearing all people saying, "Oh, they're going to be sneaky. They're going to be the sneaky AFC teams. These sneaky, sneaky." That's great. You can be sneaky all you want, but when you've got Derrick Henry and Deion Lewis coming at you like that with Marcus Mariota, and don't forget Corey Davis, uh, Rashard Matthews. Uh, um, 
I just I like, like, I think, like it's, it's uh, Delaney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's Black fine. Horse team. But it's just it's the crazy thing about Week One, dude, is you don't know what's gonna happen. You really, really, really don't. And like you talk about Deion Lewis, and I think he's a hell of a running back, of course, but. I don't know if they're going to use him like he was used in New England. No, I mean, players move to other teams and they just don't flourish. You said that a while ago. They just didn't even know they moved to a new team. They don't flourish like they used to. It's hard. It's hard to recreate something, and I get that. It's hard to recreate a chemistry that a person might have on a team. But when you look at it from the point of Derrick Henry, you pretty much know he's going to kind of be your your up the gut guy. Dion's that pass catcher. Yeah, and that's the thing too. Marcus Mariota has been like mediocre. Compared to what he, you know, was in the beginning of his career, he kind of he, you know, he had that kind of spark when he first started playing, and ever since then he's just been this mediocre quarterback that throws footballs to himself. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like that, that will never which, he'll never live that now. No, he won't. He won't. And it's still the Titans. They got badass <laughs> uniforms, and they got like this this great ratio, like or this you know big ass ratio between their two running backs. They got one that's like seven foot and one that's like five foot. You know? <laughs> Little man and the giant walking the dog. Just walking the dog, bro. It's, they stand next to each other, and it's like, bro, when you bring your kid to practice. <laughs> I just, I'm starting to see more of this. Like, it just seems like something's going on, like with these South Division teams. Like, in, we all we know NFC South Division is really competitive. I'm starting to see the AFC South kind of, kind of starting to take that, you know, spin as well. I'd like to see the Titans get get back up. But I mean, what's your defense for the Dolphins? Oh no! I was just talking about why you said you like the Titans. Um, I don't like the Dolphins either, man. I, so they, they, the only thing that is about the Dolphins, okay, is they have to play sixteen games. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that's a lot of snaps. That's a lot of time for the football to be in the air. Where it's gonna go, I don't know yet. The only player out of that entire Miami team that I actually give a shit about, I will say two of them: a wide receiver and a running back. For sure, Kenyon Drake. We already know that that Kenyon's going to be getting his targets. He's going to be running that ball. He's probably going to be leading that team. Frank Gore is a as a fucking mascot. Man, Frank Gore is still a good running back too. I mean, you can look at Kenyon Drake and Frank Gore as sort of Deion Lewis and uh, Derrick Henry. Look, Frank Gore. Frank Gore can still ground and pound. He proved that last year. Frank Gore is on the reunion tour, in my opinion. He he started in Miami. He's back in Miami, and I just think that he just wants to play his last year there. Yeah. And speaking of Miami, that turnover change should have stayed in fucking Miami, huh? No, oh my God. But anyway, back to the <laughs> NFL. Go Tigers! Go Tigers! <laughs> um, no, but my other one I like there. Wait, which is one? Danny Amendola. No steal love. I don't have no love for Kenny. Stills. No love for Sinny. No Steele. love for Mike. And, and, and you hate you some some Parker. You don't, don't want anything to do with Devonte Parker. Parker. Shout out to showed, Josh Hayes for drafting Devonte Parker. I hope he shows your ass <laughs> up when he gets back. But <laughs> I, I don't man Tannehill man. Mm. I mean they literally put Jay Cutler out last year and you, you mean you saw that now he's on a fantasy where he's what is he? Um. Uh, reality he's show. He's a reality now. star now. Yeah. yeah. And he, he's a damn good one, too. He found his calling in life. <clears throat> Him and Tony Romo both. They did it. They did it to it. But as far as fantasy goes in this game, I mean, Kenyon Drake and Deion Lewis. That's where oh, I'm yeah, at. I'm the same way with you. I'm the same way. It's a, run, it's a running back show. It's a running back show. Defenses, they got some stuff to prove. The, the um, Dolphins have to play football this year. The Titans have a have an edge with the defense, though. Uh, I think that they're they no defense. Have better defense. I think the Titans are going to take the cake on this one. Uh, they're going to upset Miami in the home opener for them. So, 
more on to a very uh, more appealing fantasy game, in my opinion. One of, if not one of the most, um, I am digging this this San Francisco 49ers versus the Minnesota Vikings game. This is going to be a hot game. Everyone's waiting to see Jimmy G in action. Everyone's waiting to see Kirk. What Cousins. a way to start his uh, his career for this you know, season opener. To go against that defense, man. This is going to be tough for him. It is going to be really, really tough. I I do see the Vikings taking this game um, just because of that defense, man. It is a force, and they have added some pieces. It just looks phenomenal. If you you don't get a chance (laughs) to watch this game, if San Francisco wins this game, they will be a force to be reckoned with for the rest of the year. They will definitely they, have a playoff spot. <clears throat> they will continue to do whatever they did this week the entire year to try to get to that Super Bowl and win. That's it. And the bad news about coming out of San Francisco, though, we've all heard now, Jarek McKinnon tore his ACL. Big blow to a lot of fantasy lineups out there. So what do you do now in this situation that you've already drafted, you had McKinnon as your starting running back, where do you turn to now? So we know the two obvious, if you want to stay with the same team, <coughs> you know, most waiver wires are really thin at running back. You're not going to find a whole lot. So you're looking at Alfred Morris and you're looking at Matt Breida um, at this point. We really don't know. They had a, a false source came out the other day saying that Matt Breida was going to get the go. Um, we found out that that wasn't the case, that we're just going to have to wait to see what happens. If I had to take a guess, I, I think that, that it would probably be Matt Breida, though, coming out and starting that game just because he's had a lot more they work They missed with out, it. man. I, I don't understand why the Saints got to sign Gillisley that quick. It I don't was, understand. It was fast. I don't know if it was a waiver deal. So you think that that the, the I think the 49ers, the 49ers should've got, should have jumped on him as soon as they knew he had a uh, as soon as they knew he was dropped, they should have jumped on him. Well, it was all kind of quick the uh, way it all happened, but I mean, but Gillisley's not even going to get it. like once Ingram comes back, Gillisley will probably he might move up above Boston Scott, but it's like Gillisley might not even get the chance to play like he you know like he would have if he would have went to San Fran. Yeah. And, you know. and look, he he would have been great, but obviously they didn't get him. Maybe something, Kyle, you know, Kyle Shanahan might have just said, you know, he doesn't really fit the profile here. He fits perfectly. He's he's just like Tevin Coleman. That's what that's what I didn't understand so much. I mean, Tevin Coleman was that pass. You're going to make that back. comparison to from Gillisley to Coleman? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because of Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. Okay. That he likes that type of, of running. He back. does. And you know, I mean, Matt- then you're gonna you're gonna keep Alfred Morris. And Breida, Matt Breida, I, I, you know, I mean, Matt Breida can can catch a little bit, but he he is more of a of a runner that way. I just feel like they missed out hell <laughs> hell of a lot. They could have, and I mean, it just kind of all the way it went down. You know, it might not have been quick enough. They, the cap space issue. There's just a lot of different factors of why it didn't happen. But hey, it didn't happen. He's with the Saints right now, focusing on Breida and Morris. I'm leaning a little bit towards Morris as far as season long. I think that eventually Morris will probably be the one that's <laughs> going to be out there. You know, taking a lot of the workhorse. But now this shifts this offense. So when you're looking at Jimmy Garoppolo, he's throwing the ball. You know, you got uh, Marquise Goodwin. You've got Pierre Garcon. On, and then you got George Kittle, and George Kittle's been taking kind of a downtrend lately, is what I've been hearing. Yeah, because he's not on the field as much. He got a little bit of a little injury, but I mean, I think he's still going to do well. I think that Pierre, the the battle is going to be between Pierre Garcon and Marquise Goodwin to be the number one wide receiver for Jimmy G. I think Marquise Goodwin wins that one. I hope so because I have him, and I don't have I don't have Garcon. So, I mean, I hope so, but people have slept on Pierre Garcon for a long time. 
I mean, you got to remember what he did, what he's done in the past, and he's got him a hell of a quarterback now. They've they've got some chemistry. You saw that in the preseason. They've got some chemistry together. So they do. It's going to take a lot of work against this Vikings defense. But you know, if anybody's out there, uh, Marquise Goodwin is a guy that I really like in this game. Um, running backs. I'm just you know, if I had to take one, like I said, Alfred Morris is who I would lean to, just because a veteran guy he knows his stuff. He can fit well, and he's played in some different offenses. He kind of knows. You know, he's kind of become a journeyman a little bit. So looking at on the other side of the ball. That's where the fantasy production is for me this week. I mean, if, if you have Diggs, if you have Thielen, if you've got Kyle Rudolph, if you've got Dalvin Cook, if you've got Kirk Cousins, you're, you know, you're fine. You're good to go. I think that the, uh, the Vikings take this one very easy win for them. Like you said, if, if the, if 49ers can pull this through, man. It's uh, it's going to be a change of the tide. We're just not used to seeing some of these newer players become these fantasy stars, but that sometimes that's how it happens. But what right now we do know the production that we can see out of out of the Vikings. We know what's going to happen there. Um, the real question is, is like you said, we were talking. We about- have an idea of what's going to happen, but just because. Just because you got all the pieces there doesn't mean they're going to repeat what they did last year. Well, no, too. we know it's why it's so hard between... to talk about week one before week one happens. Week two will be a lot easier. Well, no, no I get you there. What I'm saying is we know what's going to happen as far as where the ball's going to go. But the real question is, yeah, is sort of who is going to who's going to be the one that, that gets it done this week? Is it Thielen or Diggs? They're 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 right there neck and neck, man. But I mean, if you had to make a choice this week between the both of those, um, just how the you shouldn't have drafted both of them. <laughs> That's all I can tell you. If you got to make that decision, you know, you you shouldn't have drafted both of them. We kind of know that they're going to do <laughs> the own thing, but I mean, you know, Diggs got the big contract. Uh, I don't think the Vikings are going to be that well with Kirk Cousins. I don't like him. You I just don't do like not him. like Kirk. No, I don't. Dude, I don't. Kirk the has the opportunity the defense to be is top win this five game. this year. Top no. five no, quarterback, man. Behind, uh, behind who? Who's Look gonna, at his who's weapons, gonna be, who's gonna be man. Four? Who's going to be behind Kirk Cousins then? Who are you going to put as a number one run, number one uh, quarterback this year? Who's it going to be? The number one quarterback this year? Yeah. Hmm. Or number top four. You ain't got a number, but just the top four that's that Kirk Cousins does not get better than. I think the number one quarterback will probably be Deshaun Watson. Number one quarterback, and just most yards, most touchdowns, everything like that. I mean, just because of his scrambling ability, I think this Rodgers, he's going to beat Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers is going to be right behind him. He's going to okay. So you got Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers. Um, so he's going to Kirk Cousins is going to be better than Drew Brees this year. Mm, didn't say that. I just said he has potential to be a top five. I don't think he scratches the top five. You don't think he can scratch the top mm-hmm. five? I don't like him. I just we'll, don't like him. We'll see. I mean, that's just a feeling you have. Yeah. I hooked I on, hope hooked on a start, Thielen. I hope to start seeing getting. That's I had, dude. I haven't drafted Thielen or Diggs at all, or Rudolph at all this year. Jordan Gerald, not a Kirk Cousins no, guy. Not a Kirk Cousins guy. <laughs> I don't I, like that. I think with these new weapons that he has around him, he is going to be spectacular. I think he's going to be fine. We talked about him in the quarterback episode. You got your feelings out there. You're getting your feelings out about him now. We have very two very different opinions on Kirk Cousins this year. I think he's a great pickup for quarterback. The weapons are there and we're like I said this is going to be one of the more exciting games we're really just going to get to see all this 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 wind out but a lot of givens on that Viking side of the ball as far as fantasy goes um and that's just kind of where it's at exciting game love it I got the Vikings on this one can you at least agree that the Vikings will take this one no I'm going San Fran now you're going to go San Fran now Mm -hmm. oh man 
coming up, coming at me with this one. <laughs> so we just so you just made me ask you the question about the number one uh, quarterback this year. Like I said, I think it is going to be Deshaun Watson. So let's talk about this Texans Patriots game. So that's another top fiver guy. Of course, Tom Brady has to earn his spot in the top five, right? Like he's yeah, just he has to earn there. it though because he's old as fuck. So he better yeah, earn it. Forty one, forty one. You're getting. Let's it, hope he, he don't go. drop lower than Kirk Cousins. Okay, so <laughs> wide receiver. <laughs> Man, you hate Kirk. <laughs> Kirk Cousins Kirk's, better than Tom Brady. You like yeah. that? You like that? Oh man, I do like the fact that this game is happening. They're going to be playing in Foxborough. Uh, Deshaun Watson. Who's going to get a ball? DeAndre who's, who's, No, I'm talking about from Deshaun Watson. Oh, you're talking, talking about the Patriots? Yeah, from the Patriots. You know so, what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen with the Texans. I mean, that's just simple. So we look we look at these wide receivers you have here. You have uh, what Chris Hogan, Julian Edelman suspended. We got Chris Hogan. Um, we've got, uh, what's his name, uh, Dorsett? Philip Philip Dorsett, yeah. So it's like him and Hogan are like the top two guys. Yeah, I think Hogan's gonna go the fuck off, dude. Hogan is about all. I mean, we all know. I that think it's gonna be Ho- Hogan and with, Gronk, dude. Rex Burkhead running the ball. James White catching the passes. Hey, um, they kept Jeremy Hill on the fifty-three man roster. Yeah, I mean, Jeremy Hill might be like a what relief back this? or something. I mean, Sony Michelle. I don't know. I liked Sony Michelle in, in college, man. I don't, I don't know. He's got a little bit of an injury, of some sorts, right now, from what I hear, but. Um, or questionable status or something like that. I saw a really cool I fantasy really did team like name today. Sony Side Up. Sony Side Up. Sony Side Up. I think it was, it was uh, Kay Williams from Good Morning Football. Her team name was Sony Side Up. That's nice. That's nice. If Very he plays. Nice. If you like eggs, Sony Side Up. But right now, like, you don't want to see him get scrambled. He could like be a breakout eggs. player this year. We'll have to wait and see. There's so many rookie running backs that could be breakout. Um, fantasy production-wise, though, I mean, on this game right here, um, if you're going to you know, be doing DraftKings, DFS, I think Dorsett deserves a spot. He's cheap. You can throw or in him a deeper in league. Because didn't you say the projections, him and Hogan are like, what, it's like 7 and 7-4 seven, or something like that? No, it was like 10. It was like uh, Chris Hogan was like 10 or 11. And uh, Philip Dorsett, PPR, Philip Dorsett was like seven and a half, something sort of like that. But, I mean, you never know. They could double cover uh, double color Chris Hogan and worry so much about Gronk that Philip Dorsett, you know, ends I think up if anyone's getting double covered, it's going to be Gronk. Because I mean, they they they're gonna. I mean, you look at you look at the Texans defense. Yeah, JJ Watt. Um, you've got Honey Badger there now. Gotta love you some Honey Badger. Mm-hmm. So I mean, this Texas defense is all. I actually own the Texas defense. In one league, so I'll be starting them against his Patriots team. That's uh, kind of sketchy, bro. Yeah, they only projected two points. So, <laughs> but I mean, I, I mean, I'm gonna go with it. I mean, I just I feel like this Patriots team is gonna be a little bit more on the weaker end this year. I don't see them having this this great spectacular stuff going down. What they lose last year? Past. Uh, last year, uh, they lost. What they, running no, backs. this year? What they lose this year? They lost the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, but what they lose as a team? They still made it to the Super Bowl. Well, right now, I mean, you look at the whole entire fact of what Julian Edelman's out. Mm-hmm. So for four games, so they've they got that. Tom loss Brady can throw games. that football to anybody. He's old as fuck. You don't you don't discriminate. Tom Brady's like I talked about in the quarterback episode. Dude, his mentality just looks like his mental is just different. It's just shifted. I just don't shifted. It's been like that forever. No, he's been eating weird shit for years. It ain't about eating. I'm talking about as far as like how he is. Like it just seems like the chemistry is off a little bit right now. But they've always been very quiet. They're they're different about their stuff. I mean, I think yeah, Tom will be fine. Whatever. I mean, I think it's all going to sort itself out. I just really see this this being a shakeup for them. I think that the Texans are going to come out hot. 
Uh, maybe they ain't got time a for bit. a shakeup, man. They got to win Super Bowls now before that fucker retires, man. All I know is they're gonna put it all out there. Bill might get out, Brady might get out, man. They got to put it all on the table this year. That Patriots, they're kind of like Saints. That Patriots defense ain't gonna be able to hold back DeAndre. <coughs> and you best believe it. I mean, think Bill Belichick, one of the greatest defensive minds, does not have an idea. What what is the what do the Patriots do in every single football game? What do they, they do the opposite out, they, team? They take out their playmaker. Damn right. They're going to be all on D-Hop this game. I'm not saying D-Hop can't do great this this from Fantasy Rebels, but they're going to take him out. There's they're going to have him double coverage. coverage. Every every single play, they're going to have double you coverage on him. Will Fuller's, Will Fuller's a little bit on the injury list. I don't know if he's still, if he's back 100%. Be careful with D-Hop this, this week. Don't, don't predict on him to be, you know, the number one wide receiver. He will not be the number one wide receiver this week. Maybe not the number one out of the whole entire league. Yeah, exactly. I know. Fantasy, fantasy is what I'm always talking. D- yes, of course. But I think D-Hop is going to get his job done. And I, it, like I said, it does not matter how you cover D-Hop. He has shown that he I think can. Deshaun Watson will be the best. And, you know, that, that's one more thing, dude. The Texans, why does nobody give any fucking credit to Lamar Miller? You have a great point. Who the point. fuck else is on that? that must I own going, Lamar Miller. He has been going. Dude, if I would have... If I if I made a mistake of not paying attention to it enough, because you know this year the running back class in the first two or three rounds has just been fucking insane. It's like you got to take your running backs, you got to take your running backs, and it seemed like every draft that I drafted, I ended up getting um, a running back or two running backs with the same bye week as Lamar Miller, and I couldn't get him because of the bye weeks. Now I wish, really wish I would have just went ahead and did it and maybe traded him or traded somebody else away and got Lamar Miller because Lamar Miller is the only one that's going to be running the ball there. Alfred Blue is still there. Yeah, Alfred Blue's from Don, LSU. Donta Foreman's out. He's hurt. So Lamar Miller is going to have all of that. Nobody really talks about him. Nobody says anything about him. So I watch, drafted him though. I, I wish I would have because just because he's going to be the only one there. How know? long did it take you to notice that though? Um, it was about two weeks ago. Two weeks. But every time I kept, I never remembered. You know, I draft and I wouldn't remember. And then I'd see him and I was like, man, I got four running backs already. You know, I need this. I think I need it's to just because he was, he pick was this or that, you know? the, the mediocrity for the couple of years there. And, and now with just the explosiveness of Deshaun Watson, and even though he is coming off the ACL, um, he still it's just he's one of those quarterbacks. Deshaun Watson's going to open that field up for that dude, man. You know, it won't be the D-hop, though, because I'm telling you, the Patriots are going to take his ass away. They're going to do everything they can to take him away. Agree to disagree. That's a hell of a that's a hell of a coach you got. That's a hell of a defensive mind you got on the other side of that ball. So you Matt would, Patricia so, was good, but so Bill Belichick still let him in the right direction. If you had DeAndre Hopkins, you wouldn't start him. No, this I'm week. not saying don't start him. I'm just saying don't expect him to go off this week. Mm, I think he's gonna go off. All right, well think all you want. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna I go off. It. He's I gonna have it. a respectable fantasy te- you know fantasy game for you know a first round, uh, early second round pick, of course, but you know. Deshaun Watson finds a way to get it done in Foxborough. Texans win. Hook them. Pats win. <laughs> Hook them. All right. Well, Lamar Miller has a stellar game. Deshaun Watson has a stellar game. Throw into Lamar Miller. Throw into Lamar Miller? Mm-hmm. All right. That's a fair call. All right, what's what's the next game? What you got next? It's fair call. All right, so let's let's get let's get home. Let's take it home. Bucks versus Saints. We're playing in New Orleans, baby. Bucks all the way. <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick's gonna do great things. All right, so y'all nah. remember y'all remember a couple podcasts back when I, when I was telling y'all I was like, hey, you know what? Ryan Fitzpatrick here. If he comes in and does it, I don't think Jameis is gonna get this job back. And then hey, look what happened. They had a, they had something released press release the other day that Winston's not guaranteed the starting job once he's back off his little suspension. So, right, we'll 
see about all that. Thought I was smoking we'll mad see spoons. About all that, man. Thought I was smoking mad spoons. No, Ryan Fitzpatrick, man. I don't. If he, if does he have it's the mustache me. back? The beard, the beard. I think he. I know. I remember the mustache. The he had the mustache. No, he had, he had the curly mustache with the beard. Yeah, but he had he had the beard going. He for had a the weeks Tim too. Allen halfway Santa thing going yeah, on, yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. I do right now. I have, no, I have more of the Allen, according to Marshawn Lattimore. But I mean, yeah, Fitzpatrick's not going to be the what? Fitzpatrick can throw that football though. The boy he can, can slang, dude. He did it. He did it in New York with the Jets, man. And he's also going to be slinging it to Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. Deshaun Mike Jackson. Evans better fucking step his game up this year. Well, it's going to be hard for him against he's, that Boone game. If he, if he doesn't step his game up, he's going to be a fifth-round draft pick next year. You're going up against third in the power rankings right now with the Saints defense, bro. <clears throat> so, I mean, it's going to be tough. Saints take this one all the way, and that's not because I'm biased. That's just because that's <laughs> That's all because of bias. You'll say that all year this year. You will not say the Saints are going to lose one time this year. I don't want nothing to do with the Bucs this <laughs> week. Mm-mm. I don't want nothing to do with any of them. I don't even care if Rojo back there running. I don't care if Peyton Barber. Rojo ain't running. going to do it. Peyton Barber thinks he's going to get most of the carries. And then you got, what, Jaquiz Rogers. He's, he's, been, he's been stunting long now. He's but it was a couple games with Jaquiz Rogers. Whenever Doug Martin was hurt, he was he was putting up some points too. Don't know how they're going to use him this year. We'll see. We're going to see how this all shakes up. The Bucks are really one of the teams, and I have no problem saying this. I have not paid that much fucking attention to them. <laughs> so uh, the only thing I've been hearing about is all the whole the Rojo hype until a couple preseasons went by, and then he really fell hard in his draft uh, as far as his ADP fell. So uh, Saints side of the ball, who's going to be the number two wide receiver? For the Bucks, for the Saints, for the Saints, yeah, number two wide receiver this year. Uh, don't sleep on uh, Triquan Smith. Okay, don't That's sleep that on rookie, right? Rookie, yes. Uh, so Meredith still hurt. Who Meredith? Cameron? No, Cameron played pre- the last preseason game. Yeah, he had some catches, had some targets. Uh, Taysom Hill was throwing him some targets. He, he probably had to give the the hospital bed back to Taylor. Mer- Meridan thought he saw Traquan. He was like, mm, I better hurry up. <laughs> yeah. it's like, I better. He said, Oh, let me get out of the hospital bed. Teddy's here. This is Teddy's yeah. hospital bed. And you got Ted Ginn. Uh, yeah, Teddy Bridgewater, of course. Yeah, he, so you still think he's like, dude? How amazing would it be if he just came out with like life support and stuff, like just out there, just <laughs> just support. No, nah, bro. What? How? I mean, if they just put him on the fucking injury cart and brought him to the huddle, bro. Just brought him like, to the play. We have to put him in a bubble, a plastic <laughs> bubble, while he's out there. Yeah. But luckily for everybody out there in the world that has any Saints, Drew Brees will be slinging that football. He's got records to break this year. I think that we do see. He a ain't worried back. about a fucking record this year. That my man's worried about a Super. He, he, I don't think Drew. Yeah, of, the kind of course he's worried about, about a Super Bowl records. And I'm tired of hearing about his records. He's out to play football. He wants the records, though. If you are, you can't sit here and tell me that if you were uh, an NFL, the, what record is out of his reach right now? What is it like? The most passing yards? It's something like that. Yeah, well, Peyton, it's not even out of his reach right now. It's like three thousand yards. Yeah, it's, it's not even out of his reach. That's what I'm saying. He's gonna get it. But yeah. he wants. So to he's get not a worried about. He ain't worried about that. He wants a cushion for himself. If he though. wants cushion, he'll come back next year. How about that? Every How team, about that? every team is out there competing for a Super Bowl, unless you are the Jets. All right. So <laughs> you think that a, that a starting quarterback of a team is so, you know, if he's so stuck on getting this record and not worrying about winning football games, you think that's gonna make Drew Brees make the decision to, you know. Pull a handoff and not hand off the ball and throw it no, instead man. for a record. I Hell mean, no, man. I don't mean that at all. Driven by no records, man. This, he's ready to play football. Look, I think that's knows, the kind of guy Drew Brees. Is. He knows he's going to break the records if he gets out there and he just plays the damn game. All right, yeah. Then the record doesn't matter. But he's going to sling the ball. 
but he wants the records. Oh, Michael Thomas does good. We're gonna have to get him on the show, Drew. If you're listening, which you know maybe you are, you can tell um, us about how great records are above uh, just, team yeah, spirit of football. We just want to talk to you about records. That's it, just records. Uh, so <laughs> come on, maybe, maybe some vinyl records. Maybe we can play like some old Bruce Springsteen. Now that's the kind of records he might like. The River. That's right. <laughs> so that way, when you're looking at, uh, I wonder if AYO at, has their stuff on vinyl. It's possible. We should tell them to do that. We're going to tell them to do that for sure. For those of you who don't know AYO, you'll you'll know them soon enough. Shout out to AYO River. Great band. Um, so, yes, uh, fantasy purposes this week. You, you look, we were talking about Gillisley earlier. So, we all obviously, we know the obvious guy here is Alvin Kamara as far as, you know, getting you all the points that you need to survive and roll AK all the way. What, what were you going to say? No, I was just looking. Um, just looking. I just <laughs> see the thing is, like... I just, I like Alvin Kamara. All right, I think he's a great player, but it's just like you know, you see like uh, the uh, the best high school jock. You know, you just want him to fail sometimes. Why? Like you just want him to like trip and break his ankle because you know he's he's like the the most loved. You know, the the jock of the school. You were that guy. I kind of like no. You hell wish no. death. Fuck no, I wasn't. You wish guy. death on players. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> if they're not on my team. Yeah, and I don't have Kamara hey. in anything because I wasn't going to spend a first round draft pick on him in, in any way this year. And um, I hope that Kamara holds up to his first round potential this year. And I hope he doesn't screw a whole lot of people. But I think it's just a worry could, most people have about. It could change a lot. It's a new year. I mean, I understand your worry because like most people don't really repeat their records and stuff like that of what they did the year before. So I get your worry, but I think he's going to be fine. And now that that you have you know the new guy rolling in from England <laughs> here, he's going to probably take over the role. We we thought it was going to be Boston Scott. So now we're looking more of it to be what Gillisley. No, I don't think Gillespie's going to make an impact there. I, don't, I think that, you know, maybe week two or three, Gillespie might make an impact, might make a no, Somebody, part of it. They're going to be splitting but, those carries, probably. Well, that's something that's going to be split between Kamar and Boston Scott. I think I think that the Saints have already had their their game plan. You know, they, they've been working on their game plan for, what, three, four months now? Really, right. since they've maybe the last month they've got it set in stone of what they want to do. They don't want to go changing everything. You know, whenever everybody's set on what they want to do and what their plan is for the year, so it's like you stick him in a week before the regular season. You know, where does he really fit in? How? How? Where? What is he really good at? You know, you've seen him his old plays, but you haven't seen him this year. You know, just a little bit of him. So, nothing is going to be Alvin Kamara show for sure. Hundred percent Alvin Kamara yeah. show. So Alvin so. Kamara, easy, easy peasy target. And then you once freaking Mark Ingram comes back, then Gillisley. I mean, honestly, one of them might be Boston Scott or Gillisley could be cut. How do you feel about drafting Ingram and Kamara on the same team? Because I've I've heard a lot of mixed stuff about it. I'm I'm truthfully not against it. My nephew calls it Boom and Zoom. It is, but that's their nicknames, Boom and Zoom. No, I don't think you should have Boom and Zoom on the same team. But, I mean, look at what they did last year. Last year on the same team, they were pretty nice to have. Look at what David Do- David Johnson did last year. He Well, he didn't do anything last you year. <laughs> look look at whatever happened last year. You know, if we're going to talk about last year, let's talk about last year. This is a new year, man. You don't know what's going to happen. You, you don't know, know if that's going to be recreated. That's right. That's the great thing about fantasy football is so you, don't get to, you don't get to go know the coach's game plans. Your you easy know? answer, don't do it. Oh, that for sure. 
Okay. Don't get both of them. So, I mean, if you're looking at, you know, like you said, going off of last year's stuff, yeah, it was great. It it's happened. It's like you could lose something, in your, you could lose a spot in your team for too long, you know, that you could have other or otherwise put somebody in that could actually be, a, you know, a helper in that bye week of whenever them two are out. If you start seeing everything being recreated from last year, I think it would be it would be safe to make some trades to get them both on a team, though. You want to win. You want to make it happen. It's it's the Saints wrapping this ra- wrapping this game up. Saints take the cake on oh, yeah, the home Saints opener. Take, yeah, take, Saints take yeah. easy peasy lemon squeezy. Uh, another team that had a lot of big uh, big news recently. Uh, talking about this Jags and Giants game. So Marquise Lee went down, um, and now you got Keelan Cole, and you got my boy Dante, my 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 Moncrief, and Blake Bortles throwing that ball to him against this shitty shitty Giants defense. I still think they're going to be shitty as fuck. You know that year Dante Moncrief did really well. It was a beautiful year. You know who was throwing in the ball? It was the best of times. Do you know who was throwing in the ball? It was the luck of times. That's right. Okay, so <laughs> I think Moncrief's going to have a good good year too. Um, He's he's all he's it's like he's he's like a Martavius Bryant, um yeah I, yeah uh, okay Crabtree okay second they've always okay. he's always been a second wide receiver never been the the man anywhere right so, and like, he, I don't know if he's going to be in the game plan to be the man is he better than Keelan Cole I I'm going to find so. out I think so and and I and I'm putting it to you this way just like you said you're, he's been trying to find a place for him to be the man. And I think that he can have that here in Jacksonville. You know, we all know Leonard Fournette's running that ball. That's a given. So Leonard Fournette's going to be better than Alvin Kamara? Uh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you hate Alvin, bro. Why? I'm trying to figure out your thought process. <laughs> that's all. God, that's no. All. So, look, as far as a good sleeper pickup, if, if, if Leonard Dante... Leonard Fournette's a sleeper. If, shut up. If Dante, if Dante Moncrief is on your waiver wires, go stash him right now. I'm, I don't care how good of wide receivers you have, stash him because he is either going to be someone you're going to plug in towards the end of the year or he's going to be someone that you can get trade value for. Um, I think he is going to shine in Jacksonville. See, the good thing about trade value, not to, I'm sorry to cut you off, but like I've seen people um, pick somebody up. They go completely ham week one. Just go ham. And this thing you got to think about this year is after this first week, if you've got somebody that you were just thinking that they were going to be a sleeper, but you wasn't really sure about them, and you don't really need to hold on to them, if they call, go off in week one, trade him away. Buy low, sell high. Yes. Buy low, sell high. Name of the game. It's just like stocks. <clears throat> and be looking, be looking to trade for Le'Veon Bell this year. Because if we do see a repeat of last year, he sucked it up for two or three weeks. Get him. I, I I paid Michael Thomas and LaShawn McCoy last year for Le'Veon Bell. And it worked out. After he fucking skunked it. Okay? And he, he did very well for me. It was a trade I had to make. My team was very... I, I did not feel like I was... After week two, I felt like there was no way I was even going to make the playoffs. I made that trade. I was able to jump all the way and win the championship for the second time in a row. Draft Pepe Le Pew season. Huh? <laughs> Take Pepe Le Pew. Trade Pepe Le Pew. <clears throat> said he skunked it. So we can call Le Bell Pepe Le Pew now? Well, he didn't get a zero. It was like three points. Yeah. It was like two and three points or well, something. Well, who knows what how, how many points he's going to get now because that, that ass that was in his face could have affected the shit out of him. So, yeah, Pepe Le Pew, stank ass. Look out for Lev Bell. Uh, other side of the ball. Hold on. Let me let me see something. Look out I for Lev Bell. We're talking about the Jags and the Giants. I want to see. <laughs> he got... Okay, it wasn't as bad as I thought. He got seven... And twelve. 
That's so bad for Le'Veon Bell. And then I traded for him, and he got 21, 39, 18, 32, 26, 13, 16, 18, 27, 33, 38, 31, 19. PPR. Killing it. It was great. It was great. Do you think Leonard Fournette can put up those numbers this year? They played each other at the beginning of the year last year. We didn't even know that. Really? Cleveland and Pittsburgh played each other the first game. Well, yeah, last they're year in the too. same division. Yeah. That's kind of like the always like their their home game or whatever. But back to the Jags, do you think Leonard Fournette has number the one ability to kill the game like for real this year? Like for real for real? If he can stay healthy, man, he's had that nagging was his ankle. That's always been my thing with yeah, him. I don't know. Just that, and ankle, that ankle, man. that ankle. I mean, what but what have we heard about his ankle this year? Jake I Butt? haven't heard anything. No, not yet. We're getting there. <laughs> but what have we heard about Fournette's in- ankle this year? I haven't heard anything. I haven't either. He's been fine from what I've heard. He's Unless running, they're doing, doing some well. Bill Belichick, you know, don't let anybody take pictures of his ankle I like, kind of thing. I like to think that they're you know? injecting his ankle with, uh, with, um, with like, farmer's cow's milk because it's really good for your bones and it's strong. Who told you that milk was good for you? Um, no one. Okay, just making sure. Except he was on the same no, page. Kevin Kevin Garnett when he played for the Timberwolves, they had this they had this uh, thing at my school. What got milk? Yeah, it was a got milk, and he had a milk mustache. So what what sense does were, it make? Oh, they were getting more that milk let me was good get, for you. Let me not get off on that. I don't think I, I don't think I should get off on that. Maybe we should. I mean, let's talk why, about milk. Why is cow's milk <laughs> that's made for cows fed to our children? You ever had badger milk? I don't think so. Right, crow's not, milk. I, I mean, right. Um, the meat the Fockers, you know, like when he when he. I have nipples, Greg. Got his Could you milk little me? cat's tits. And he, <laughs> just, I just wanted, I just milked it. What are you talking about? Fucking milk. <laughs> Drink your milk. Strong milk bones. is not made for us. You know how much cow's pus is in milk? I wish that somebody would have told me that whenever I was a kid that milk was not made for us. And because I, I have two children that are lactose intolerant, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, duh. Let's go with Oreos. You're not supposed to fucking drink it. <laughs> that was garage talk for the night. <laughs> so giant side That's of the, the ball. Giants. Yes. So so is OBJ, Saquon gonna live up to his hype? I don't think so. Don't think so. No, no chance. Or are you just like I you, think Saquon is gonna be a good running back. You're the only person in the world that thinks that Saquon's not gonna do great this year. How does that feel for somebody <laughs> to tell you that? I mean, look, he's a he's a rookie running back. I tend to stay away from him. And Kamara's uh, in his sophomore slump. That doesn't make any difference. It, it doesn't matter. He he shocked me. Like I didn't draft Alvin Kamara last year because he was already taken. Yeah, crazy <laughs> shit too. Wild as fuck. Like third pick in so, the first right, round. So Saquon's not going to live up to it. Um I think that Saquon's going to be good. I think he's really good for the team. I think he's really going to get, you know, he's going to have his games, his good games. I just don't think he's going to be this superman that everybody is like making him out to be. So so in all seriousness, let's get back like I'm like I'm just fucking with you about Kamara. All right. So Leonard Fournette came into this came into the league last year. Produced very well, turned into a fantasy top, top uh, first round, second round, half second round pick. Who do you think was better in college, Leonard Fournette or Saquon Barkley? Who would you say? Because I mean, it's kind of the same thing. It's like Leonard Fournette was, you it's, know, it's one not of really the best fair to ask me that. Though. It's not really fair to ask me that because I didn't pay a lot of attention. I've seen some. I didn't. I didn't either. I didn't either. I didn't either. But it's like you know, Kamara. I mean. um Fournette came in with a little bit of an injury. Mm-hmm. Saquon's kind of dealing with his hamstring, correct? Right. You know, Saquon's coming into a team that never had a running back, really. They've, they've got a little bit better offensive line. They've got, in my opinion, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. 
with a hell of a wide receiver core, with a hell of a tight end. That offense on paper looks, you know, to where the, I feel like this offense, if it's led properly and and nobody gets completely shredded out like they did last year, could be better than way we look at Pittsburgh's offense. You think Eli Manning is like great? Yeah, for sure. He's like the second worst quarterback. Like he was like ranked that. Like they were of talking. course, of course he was because if because last year, dude, look, he didn't have any help. Dude, I, I mean, he hasn't had all. He hasn't had a coach to coach him right. He hasn't had an offensive game plan. He got benched last year. Okay, Geno fucking Smith. Exactly. When he had no wide receivers, when he had no offensive line, when he had no run game, you will see a different Eli Manning this year. Bank on that. I hope different, ben completely different in space. I really do. I hope he can never come back here to to destroy anything again. I think that the Giants are going to be like the Giants have revamped their whole team, man. The New York Football Giants, the New York Giants. I don't know what this Football Giants you keep talking of. <laughs> We're going to talk to Kevin about it. We're going to talk to Kevin. Kevin will tell you all about the New about. York Football Giants. Well, good. At least at least they don't throw dicks like you know dicks on the field like uh, God love God love Bills Mafia. But yeah, so I mean, yeah, OBJ got his pay, his paycheck. He's big and paid. Is that going to be a cancer? That's kind of looming. Well, wait, no, he doesn't, he doesn't want to be a puppet anymore. He doesn't want to be a. He doesn't want to be a puppet. But who, who's, the that, who's the puppeteer? During that podcast, Is what the, happened? Who's the puppeteer? Who's the puppeteer for OBJ? Mm-hmm. Money, money. Yeah, I was wondering if it was John Malkovich. No, it's the money. Oh, uh, it's the money. He doesn't want to be a puppet. But he wants to make all this big hype, and then he wants to sit there and play games on the sideline with with his quarterback. You dude, know, we've already wrapped it. We I know. We, we know. That, that we know so, that this dude is. I mean, it's ignorance. And, and to be honest with you, like he wants the attention. We oh, talked about it last sure. week. Damn he wants right. the attention. So you know what? You're a first round draft pick. Get out there and do your damn job, and stop worrying about trying to be on the cover of People magazine and worry about being an amazing elite wide receiver. And you know, try to be the best. Try to beat Antonio. Just play Brown. some football. Play some football. Sterling Shepard, um, and then you have Saquon. I mean, that's really and Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram, don't you go? He's, he's got a he's got an so injury though. Good. He's got a, an injury, but he's, good. Not, he's gonna play. He's gonna play. He's gonna he play. Concussed. He had a little concussion. Um, but he's practice, out there. right? Wasn't it practice? Uh, preseason game wasn't practice. That was practice. It was a preseason game. Okay. Yeah, got got a concussion in practice. Who got a concussion game. in practice this year? Somebody got a concussion in practice. I haven't heard of that. Somebody got a concussion. Kittle? Was mm, it Kittle? No. Somebody got a concussion in practice. But okay, we'll figure that out. But so yeah. Giants, uh, Jags, Jags defense who's gonna win? all the way. <laughs> who's gonna win? Uh, Jacksonville. Jacksonville's gonna beat them. I'm going Giants. You're going Giants, Giants football. Dude, this, the New York this Giants is football. The New York football Giants will crumble to this defense. That defense is not going to be ready. The Jags defense will be ready. They're not going to be ready for They're not going to be ready Dude, for I'm Saquon, so ready to OBJ, watch Jalen Ramsey and OBJ. Eli Manning. Oh, my God. Man. There's, there, I just pre-came my shorts. Uh, just thinking about Jalen Ramsey and OBJ battling not out. a bunch of prostate anymore. Yeah, no, it's working great. It's <laughs> helped out. I don't even know. I don't even know. I'm not. Uh, what is science right now? Uh, but no. So Jay, who's going to get all the targets in Jacksonville? Jacksonville. Who do you think is going to be the number one? I think also Safarian Jenkins is going to show out in this game. I'm in tight end heavy. I've been pretty tight. I'm a pretty tight end heavy guy. Yeah, like you feel like you should. You have a tight end in your flex this year. Do I? I mean, I know. I have Austin Safarian Jenkins in your flex. Maybe. Just play two tight ends, bro. I mean, you are high on tight ends this year. That's the point I'm making. I like it. 
I mean, I, I want to see a good tight end year, and I feel like this is going to be a good tight end year. Yeah, and I from think about five tight ends. I think Austin <laughs> Safarian Jenkins has a huge shit. Maybe I should just do all tight ends on my fantasy On the team. NFL Network today, Zach Ertz got drafted above Kelsey. How do you feel about that? Talking tight ends. I'm cool with that, because you remember when we had our tight end episode, I talked about I think Ertz is going to be the man this year. I really do. I think Ertz is going to take it to Pound Town. I don't think it matters if Foles is there or they if said that, is there. That it was mainly because of Patrick Mahomes is what he said. He might made the decision. And see, I heard that Kelsey was going to be the number one tight end on NFL. Now, well, in, in their draft now, Gronk was already gone. Gronk drafted first. Uh, second tight end off the board was. I just I don't think Gronk's going to be the number Ertz. one tight end in the league this year. I think Ertz is going to be that guy. I think there's no doubt in my mind that Gronk will will. Ertz is the number one it. receiver in Philadelphia. That's a given. Mm. That's a given. Not when Alshon Jeffrey's back. Mm-mm. No, t- dude. Mm-mm. Remember Alshon Jeffrey last year? He dude. went the fuck off, bro. I do know that, but Ertz is still a favorite target. And he is one of the favorite targets. And that's why I'm completely okay with that, with Ertz being over Kelsey. I think it's going well, to Well, Nick be, Foles also called as many touchdown passes in the Super Bowl as Zach Ertz. Philly special. So Damn right. You got to remember that I one. I think he did at least. Anyway, Jags win this one. I'm so ready to see Jalen Ramsey and OBJ. Take it downtown. So, what do you think is going to be a fight and OBJ gets fucking suspended? I mean, I want to see I've some action. Hey, hey OB, OBJ's ready OBJ to be a puppet. Be I want some entertainment. That's right. I want some entertainment. No, out there I want to see no entertainment. I want to see none. You should I want to be a puppet. I want to see only field football. That's what he said, right? You don't want to be a puppet. So don't go out there and go make a big scene. Go out there and play football. No, dude, he's gonna be showing out. Yeah, he is. He's gonna be showing out. So will Jalen. So pissed off. Yeah, I think that both of them should be required to wear a chain <laughs> in <laughs> this game. The crowd sheet to leave shit. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm totally down with that one. But you were just talking about Patrick Mahomes and the worry with uh, Travis Kelsey. So uh, Chiefs, the uncertainty. The Chiefs are going to be playing the Chargers, um, and. This game is exciting to me because I actually drafted Patrick Mahomes as my starting quarterback in one of my leagues. Are you um, okay? Are you just were you drunk? Um, I was buzzed. And, that makes sense. Okay, but I had a lot of other good depth, and I just waited really late for my quarterback. And this was this is one of those leagues that I'm playing in where for some reason they were drafting quarterbacks. And, and they, dude, Andrew Luck. We was, found out why. Andrew Luck was the freaking second. Pick of this draft, dude. <laughs> yeah, we shouldn't talk about that league. No, we shouldn't. It was it was bad. It was the, it was literally probably one of the worst drafts I have ever been in. And I completely, there's no doubt in my mind that I win that league. Speaking of bad drafts, okay, let me tell you something that I have not realized this year. ESPN has basically just revamped their algorithm for someone who auto-picks this year. Oh, bad. <laughs> so, it, we, we ended up starting a league for um, for my nephew to play in the league um, with some people. And we had a couple people that were like, I'll play, but I'm going to have to auto-draft because i got to go to sleep. This dude auto-drafted, and it auto-drafted two kickers, two defenses, and two tight ends, and no running backs until like that ninth round. Who did he get? I don't. I do not remember. It was somebody. It was terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. It was terrible. And also, you know what he had? He had two quarterbacks as well. Now his bench was made up of a quarterback, a kicker, a defense, and a tight end. You will be punished if you auto draft. You will be punished. <laughs> remember, it will not pick the top one off the board anymore. It At does least not work in that ESPN way. leagues. At least in ESPN, which I think is great. Well, look, there's no punishment for me. 
I feel like for drafting Patrick Mahomes, team name chilling with Mahomes. Uh, I uh, I like. I like the chemistry he has. I think they're going to be fine. Andy Reid wouldn't have pulled the trigger on this move if he didn't think so. Um, I think everything's going to be okay in Kansas City. I think people need to chill out with this. Just sit back, watch Patrick Mahomes do his damn thing. We're going to have to wait and see. He's going to prove to me. He's had to prove to you. He's going to have to, prove, to have to prove to me too. But like, I just I feel good about him, and I was like, you know what? I feel good enough to where I think he would be okay to draft. It's not like I've taken him every draft that I've had. I just wanted to share with Patrick Mahomes. I do think everything's going to be fine there. He's got good targets for Look, sure. Look, yes, you have Tyreek Hill, you have Travis Kelsey, Sammy Watkins is here, Kareem Hunt's in the backfield. Look at the people that are around, the players that are around him. Yes, I'm not going to sit here and say that like you know Patrick Mahomes completely is. Provide for him too. Yeah, and I mean, well, I mean, they did lose a couple of, of key pieces. Uh, just uh, Barry, right? Uh, just Eric Barry. Did they lose him? No, oh, Eric Barry. I think Eric Barry's still there. It was uh, you still uh got Peterson. Ford. Peterson, I believe, is with the Rams now. Uh, he was from he was from Arizona. No, Patrick that's Peterson? Patrick Peterson. There was Peterson another you're talking about. There was another Peterson. Oh, okay. I can't think of names right now. Defense is not the hot takes on defense yeah. around here. Yeah, we. I mean, I know, I know, I know my key cornerbacks and stuff like that. That's why I don't play IDP. So. <laughs> We're gonna get there though. Oh yeah, for sure. But no, um, you know, with the Chiefs side of the ball, I think things are gonna be fine. I definitely think they're gonna beat the Chargers. I, I don't see this happening. But on this Chargers side of the ball, big news came out uh, is Antonio Gates is back and. Just wanted to go ahead and put the stat route stats of the night, checking out Antonio Gates. So uh, we did a little bit of research. Uh, Antonio Gates. How'd you get your research? Uh, stat route. Oh, okay. Stat route. Stat oh, okay. route is the cool. Shout out to stat route. Stat route is the coolest way to get your stats. Check them out. Stat route. Follow them on Twitter. Statroute.com. Great stuff. And make They're- sure you know that stat route is fantasy driven stats and not just their receptions and there's and all that. so much there's Fantasy so much more coming too where you should always get your stats from they're in beta so go check it out stat route for the sure. way you can filter players you can filter them to where you can just look at tight ends you can just look at tight ends for this team you can look at just this team you can take it to whole nfl you can take it to rookies you can take all kinds of options to look at the, your, your data at, in, in many different ways and this software could really take your skills to the next level it's revolutionary revolution stat route so looking up these stats off of Stat Route, Antonio Gates has been a Charger now since 2003. Uh, total receptions in his career is 927, with 11,508 total yards and 114 total TDs. And interesting fact: Rivers and Gates are the second best QB and tight end duo of all time, with the most uh, in touchdowns. Yes, that's behind, behind Peyton, Peyton Manning and some Harrison guy that Harrison. I, like I should have known about because yeah, we probably should. <laughs> it wasn't James Harrison though. We know that much. No, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, rest in peace to your career, my man. <laughs> but so the, with the Chargers, you have Philip Rivers and Melvin Gordon, and then you have Keenan Allen, and you got the Williams guys. The Williams Which ones is it? Mike, Mike, Mike Williams, and then T something. Yeah, T and M Williams. <laughs> you see how much attention we pay to the Chargers. I just, I, I, I don't like, I don't like the Chargers. Don't like them. Just don't like it. Mm-mm. Not, not heavy on it. A lot I don't of people like Keenan like, Allen either, but look, I guess if, he is the only one that's going to be catching the ball there. So that's it. Somebody's going to catch the ball. Somebody's going to run the ball. That's what you have to look at. So get <laughs> down to the nature. That's some John Madden shit for you right there. Someone's well, going to catch the ball. So, Someone's going to run the ball. Look, the way John I, Madden. The way you look at it, 
Okay. Whoever has the most points at the end of the game is going to win. That's right. John Madden. John Madden. That's the man. That's where we get all of our uh, all of our, our sayings from now. So that was a John Madden quote of the night. <laughs> um, but, yeah, a lot of people, like, look, I'm going to get a lot of shit. Melvin Gordon, yes, he is being drafted around the early second rounds. He's about the only guy with the Chargers that I would trust as far Keenan as Allen's going in the second round, too, though. And No, Keenan Allen's going in the first, man. I've been seeing him late first round. Um, early. That's taking him above OBJ and D Hop. I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah, depending on. Oh, well, I'm thinking about a four, the 14. 14, team, yeah, he'd go at one. Yeah, he's early. Round. He's early, too. It's like Melville's. Just like Melville. He's Melville. Melville is either late. I think he's falling a little bit further because normally if you get a running back first and you come back around, when he gets back around to you, he might be going wide receiver instead of a running back. But yeah, whatever. Yeah, so I mean, going up against, I think this is going to be a pretty balanced game in all honesty. I think it's going to be just kind of, you know, a lot of offense. Um, and I, I really think it could be, it has the potential to be a higher scoring game. Uh, so this might be one to watch for you. I'm all Chiefs on this one, though, baby. All Chiefs. I'm feeling good with Patrick Mahomes. I don't Holmes. like agreeing with you. I'm going with Chargers. You should feel good. All right, listeners, not you, Jordan. We already you know, know what? how you feel Look, about Mahomes. That's what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to keep up with this. When we get done with this, I'm going to let you pick your winner. From every game, or am I going to pick my winner? And just like they do with you know how the they do on the NFL, they mm-hmm. keep count. We're going to do that this year. Okay, we're going to see who's the champion at the end of the year. So we're going to keep picks. count of this. Yeah. Okay, so we we know our picks for this one, and I'll remember those. I won't let them go. Uh, Redskins are playing. Trust me, we're going to have to write them down. Yeah, no, that's the only way we're going to remember. Yeah, for sure. Redskins are playing in Arizona against the Cardinals. Lots of changes. Lots of changes on these teams. My Steve, nephew last night said. Where's Darius Guys? He said, man, he's playing Fortnite. He's playing Fortnite <laughs> with a Scooby-Doo leg tattoo. So Adrian Peterson is now a Redskin. And you have Samaj P. Ryan. You have Thick Rob Kelly. And you have Thompson, right? Mm-hmm. That's there. So, I mean, We're those are your see. running backs. Got a lot of running backs. How do we feel about the uh, about the uh, the Washington Redskins running backs? Meh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Meh. Only one I would really take a chance in, which I did draft him once. Uh, I did draft AP. You did? I did. I oh. have him on my bench. Right. All right. Well, we'll I mean, see. I guess to have a share just to see what happens, that's fine. Yeah. Alex Smith is now the quarterback. Um, I mean, we could see some, some things shifting here and changing here a lot. Not really sure. I personally am not touching anybody on the Redskins. Um, so if you, you you've obviously touched the Peterson. <coughs> not and, either, and, no. and who else? Who who else have you drafted from the Josh Doxson. So Josh Doxson's there. He's, they're saying to him, uh, Jameson Crowder is going to be the number one, and Josh Doxson will be the number two. And and uh, broken to the hospital. See, you, if he can just stay out of that hospital bed, chilling with Teddy Bridgewater and the Teddy, blah, blah, blah. you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. And Lieutenant Dan, he could be <laughs> a hell of a fucking tight end. We know he is. He just got to stay out of the hospital bed, man. Damn it, Jordan Reed, fix yourself for real. Go hang out with Kajus and meditate with crystals. Do something. Try something unorthodox. You're super silent when I talk about Kajus with crystals. <laughs> You're not saying shit. <laughs> like, so that was Jordan's take on crystals and Kajus. <laughs> um, so yeah. You so don't they, have enough time in this podcast. Okay. Who, who they, what are you doing? Whoa. Jesus, dude. We had a wipeout. We had a wipeout. Dang.
You got it. You got it. We got it. It's all, all right, good. good. Anyway, guys, you just seeing crystals, bro. Don't bring up the crystals, man. Yeah, I need to let it let it go, guys. You just witnessed a live wipeout on the podcast, but we're all good. We're back. So on the other side of the ball with the Cardinals, Sam Bradford and David Johnson. <laughs> what did we say? <laughs> David Johnson gave up his vegan diet. Yes, to add on more weight. Super so concerned for him. He's been going mm-hmm. to McDonald's. With Eddie Lacy lately, and he's trying to get some weight on so he can break his wrist in a better way next year. Exactly. Year. People forget this shit. Now, look, I get it. it I made I made my my bold thing that yes, I think Kamara is going to be better than David Johnson. That's for sure. I know that that's that's in my heart. I feel that I've already made a bet on it, and I've got to pay up the guys with uh, sleeper wire <clears throat> if I do it. So now there's recorded evidence of that too. What was that bet again? So it was uh, four uh, shot glasses or or just whiskey glasses with uh, with some quotes from Westworld on them. So I'm a big Westworld guy. Uh, the guys at Sleeper Wire, Westworld guys, obviously, it's like it's like forty dollars for the whole entire set. Westworld's like a a part of the Fortnite map, right? Mm-mm. Oh, no, okay. Westworlds where robots and horses are, are chilling and, and doing cool things, and uh, that's a we, that's a whole another thing we can get into. Great podcast you can go listen to with the Grandex guys. Um, he doesn't play all Fortnite, by the way. That's why I'm telling you that. Yeah, I don't really he play all. That's Jordan's bag. He doesn't understand. There's a okay. So what really about, is a Westworld? <laughs> yeah, they call it Westworld. It's a. It looks like Westworld. They made it to look like Westworld. That's dope. Yeah, I need to play this. It's now. pretty cool, dude. Yeah, the the way things that they revolution they revolutionized this game. Well, the I think gaming industry. I think it's safe to say that it would take some serious robotics to to make sure that um that that uh, David Johnson's wrist does not break again. Mm, um, let's hope not. So, but people realize that's that's what he carries the football with. I mean, that's a very key part. And if they're coming at that wrist, I mean, after he's had that injury to it, I mean, you might see a little bit of fumble in action. So just keep that in mind. Who's gonna be Who's gonna be higher this year, David Johnson or Alvin Kamara? Alvin Kamara. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. I've already made my bet. I'm sticking to my word. I'm sticking to my story, and I'm sticking to it. What was it? This is my story. Uh, R. Kelly. You don't remember that? No. Guess not. All right. So, uh, <laughs> throwing the ball. You got old man Larry Fitz. We know that he he still... Who's he's throwing still, the ball? Uh, Sam Bradford. Okay. I thought you didn't say that. Possibly Josh Rosen. Possibly. I like me some, some Rosens are red. I watched him play in that preseason game. He did not disappoint me with Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk, number two wide receiver there. J.J. Nelson's there. So those are some of the guys. I think it's going to be a battle between J.J. and Kirk to be number two there. I think Kirk wins that one easy. I think Christian Kirk has what it takes. Um, he's he's new. He's rookie. He's hot. He's there. Got the red and the white on. I think that we're going to see a lot out of Christian Kirk. I think he's going to be a really good addition to people that they can add him off the waiver. And I, I like him. I mean, you got to realize Larry's getting older. Larry's not going to be around forever. Christian Kirk could be the future of the Arizona Cardinals that they're really going to try to push now with Steve Wilkes to get back to that Super Bowl, um, you know, just to try to win one at least. You know, they, they have to change up and do something different. So it's going to be kind of refreshing to see that. Um, I still think David Johnson is a great running back. I just think Alvin Kamara is going to be better. I won sure. two fantasy seasons with Larry Fitzgerald, and I don't even have him this year. It feels bad. I have one share of Larry bad, this man. year. Never owned Larry in my life. One share of Larry this year. I'm looking forward to seeing how he does for me. With this game right here, I don't even know what to even think about the Redskins and the Cardinals. Who, I mean, who wins this? Redskins, Cardinals. 
I'm gonna go with the cards. Go with the cards. Yeah. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that one because I just I don't I don't really like have a lot of faith right there. In Alex these, Smith, but, number one quarterback this year. Uh, <laughs> no, that's disgusting. Well, I mean, that's where Kirk Cousins was. Yeah, but he's got a I lot. Mean, come on, Kirk Cousins was a great quarterback last yeah, year. Yeah, but you look at Josh Doxson, and then you look at Stephon Tiggs and Jamison Crowder and Adam Thielen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just. We'll see. We'll see. I'm going yeah. cards, though. All right, I'm going to stick with you on that one and go Cardinals, too. So going down into the Carolinas with the Dallas Cowboys, going to be squaring off with the Carolinas. So with the Carolinas. With them Panthers. Um, Why you say it like that, bro? Out of the Carolina. You ever heard somebody say Carolina? I'm from Carolina. I've heard Louisiana. Louisiana? Look, they, they say that in Carolina, too. But I'm excited to watch Christian McCaffrey. I'm excited to see him. I feel like, you know, with even though they got C.J. Anderson there, I think that McCaffrey's going to have a really huge year, and I'm excited to see him. I did, I did uh, have I have him in one league, have one share of him. I did trade for him in another league because I wanted somebody a little more, and I got who I wanted. Um, but I think he's going to have an amazing 2018 season. I think that he is definitely going to earn him a top eight running back spot. Easily, how you feel? How you feel about that take? I feel like last year I had the guy. Okay, I drafted the guy. He did wonderful last year, but I kept seeing fucking touchdowns be stolen from him. Whether it be Cam Newton or you know it was Jonathan Stewart, but this year it could be CJ stealing touchdowns from him. PPR, man, he's gonna be a god in PPR. You know, he's going to get the passes. He's already there. But it's just like, the you know, you, you get a team down to the one-yard line, and, like, there's not many other teams that you're like, my running back, you know, you don't have to worry about it. You're running back. If you own that running back on that team is at the one-yard line, your running back's about to get a touchdown, or he's about, to, he's about to try three times, you know. But with the Carolina Panthers, man, I don't know, and correct me if I'm wrong, I mean, I don't even know if Russell Wilson does it as much as Cam Newton does at the one-yard line. But, like, Cam at the one-yard line, they're basically going to end up faking it to McCaffrey and giving it to Cam, and he's just going to lose touchdowns, and I hate that. Well, look, That's I, why I stayed away from him this year. And I remember we were talking about him earlier when we were doing our positional episodes, you know, and I have changed my opinion on him because in the, earlier this this year, I was a little bit lower. I was just because, like, what you're talking about, the, the touchdown stealing and everything, just kind of watching him some in the preseason, just kind of hearing some of the news that's been coming out. I think that they actually might start shifting up some things in Carolina now. And so with those new developments, I'm starting to think, okay, well, hey, maybe we will see a little bit of a difference, you know, now. Now with all that going down difference maybe, in what difference how difference in like basically like getting to the one yard line of like trying to maybe just like let christian run it up or like let him be used in a little bit different way yes he's still going to be a ppr monster he's still going to be there and like i just think that maybe they they might change it up a little bit they might do a little bit more trick plays there at that one yard line maybe make it look like they're going to hand it off to cj and then dump it off to christian to get in there i just think i don't that see that being a possibility at all Honestly, at all? Uh, no, I, I, I don't. So you see, think nothing's going to change? I don't think anything's going to change at the one yard line. I really don't like these defenses. You, you they, see, they know what they do though, and that's what I got to thinking about. But they season. can't stop Cam. That's why they do it. They can't stop him. He gets the touchdowns. I mean, like, he does. As long as Cam Newton, big ass. As, <laughs> as long as Cam Newton is, you know, you know, if unless Cam Newton starts not getting these touchdowns at the one yard line, why change? Why change something that's working? 
I mean, I get that you it know? works, but like if it stops them enough, then I mean, then it's, you can see a it's change, got to change. It's just, it's just you got to stop camming. It's so hard to do. I'm going off a of blind faith here, but I really think that this could be the year where we do see a change and we do see McCaffrey getting more in there. We have you have to look at the whole fact of the wide receiver game has just it's been kind of low. The only wide receiver that I'm really excited about is DJ Moore. Of course, you got. I'm not Greg high on Devin Funches this year. No, not at all. Devin Funches, I'm not high on at all. He's he's going really high. People are. Super sleeping on DJ Moore, man, just because he's a rookie. But I think that he's going to come in and he is going to just shock the entire nation with what he will be able to do. As long as Cam can get that ball to him in the right way, I think DJ Moore is going to be electric. I love everything about him. Greg Olson's coming off of a bum foot, broke bum foot. uh, So you have to remember that, too. And so we might see a little bit of a decrease in a role for him. Nah, mm -mm. they want him back. That hurt they them. want him they back, want but him are back. they going to get the old they've Greg They've got him back, back as of right now, and you've got to go off of what's happening right now, and right now they've got him back to full force. they got him back to full force, but who's to say that he might be used a little bit differently now that he's older, things are being a little bit different. You know, As far as the matchup goes between Dallas's defense, I don't think they're going to have any problems. I see Carolina probably taking the W here in this one. Um but I just I I'm going off a of blind faith. I think that they're going to change some things up this year. I think McCaffrey's going to really start being able to get in that end zone more. Okay, McCaffrey got in the end zone last year. He I got, he got in, in the end zone. zone. He's he's going to get in the end zone this year. I think but he's, he's still going to get more. he's going to still going to get touchdowns taken from him by Cam Newton. That's, there's no doubt in my mind on that. All right. You know, I feel like Cam Newton to Greg Olson is is going to be a deadly combo this year. It, it's been a deadly combo for two or three years now since they've been together, and it's gonna it, they're going to use the hell out of him. Like DJ Moore is really going to have to step up his game to take away, you know, to get first looks. You know, and the first think- look is probably going to be, I would say, Greg Olson will be the number one in in, in, uh, in progress on a lot of plays. All right, With him between him and Devin Funches. And, or maybe even Christian McCaffrey. Those three right there, that, that's the football is going to go to them three a lot. You know, then you've still got to worry about Cam Newton. Um, you know, having a play to where he can, he's got to check down to Christian McCaffrey, but he turns around, and grabs that football, and starts running with it too. You know, DJ Moore, I think, went to a the, uh, the wrong team. I don't you think know? so at all. I think I think that he could have went to a better team to have uh, you know with with what they the talent they've got above him. Like what team you have in mind? Like something like San Francisco, where the, you know they're kind of rebuilding their wide receivers, or, or even say um, New England, you know, be able to because they the way they spread the ball out a lot. It's just like the the Panthers try to win unless they change up a hell of a lot this year. They try to win with Greg Olson and whatever their number one wide receiver is, and Cam Newton. I think DJ Moore is right where he belongs, and I think that he is going to be able to steal targets from every receiver on that team. I'm very high on DJ Moore. Leaving that there. Um, <coughs> we going to see, buddy. we going to see. On the flip side of this game, talking about Dallas. I don't even want to talk about Dallas. <laughs> Why not? Because I'll talk about Ezekiel Elliott, and that's it. Ezekiel Elliott, PPR God, get ready for it. He's, but but Zach's going to have to throw the ball. So you got the you got you got the rookie right, Michael Gallup, All right, rookie there. Alan Don't know Hearns. what's coming him, Allen Hearns. You got Cole Beasley. A lot of people are saying that Cole Beasley might end up being the number one target, and and that's because he was there last year. That's because they had a good uh, connection the together. They he, had a lot of chemistry together. There's new there's new people there. Uh, I'm not big on a lot of the wide receiver core there. Like you said, Zeke is about all I really care 
to uh, to worry with on that Cowboys. I but have, the O line's a little busted up, up because I have Zeke in every single league that I'm in this year. You can't all, you can't have every body <laughs> in every league. Right? No, but I have him, just him. I don't have everybody, but like it's amazing to go back and look at my teams and like have the same players. But I think it could it's be like, worse. Did I really fuck up this year? Zeke, am I doing some? Do I have the answer to it? You know, it's Zeke, like, we'll everybody knows Zeke is going to be is gonna be <clears throat> fine. He's good to go. He is number one fantasy producer of Dallas Cowboys. There we go. Very simple. The end. You got Zeke. You starting Zeke. But I mean, even if even if you see like in week one, you see a wide receiver really stand out. Is it going to be consistent? You know, is it is it going to be a consistent? Is there going to be a consistent? And, and there might not be a consistent. I don't think that's going to happen one. in Dallas this year. I don't think you're going to see that consistency because I mean they just they're trying to piece this together. They're trying to figure this out. Uh, o line's a little banged up, and I just I know that with Zeke there and Cole Beasley there, those are your two guys. I mean you got one tight end, freaking Rico Gathers. Yeah, he never played a down of football one, yeah. in his life. I mean you lost Jason Witten, you lost Des Bryant, mm. lost Tony Romo last year. Yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm just yeah, Dallas Zeke. I'm that's, that's I'm gonna I'm watch at. more more Dallas football games this year than I ever have, and I feel kind of bad about it. <laughs> yeah, that was me. I had Dak last year, so yeah. yeah, yeah. I watched a lot of them. Cowboys were like my second favorite team, and I hated to have to say that. But. I was very very disappointed with Dak that game last. And night. even though this doesn't matter, uh, some news that Jake Seeley will love. Uh, Dan Bailey was released. Uh, the kicker, longtime kicker for the uh, for the Dallas Cowboys. Um, so yeah, mm. well. Where, where where do you see Dak at as far as a quarterback this year? Top ten, top fifteen, top five? Like top, you rank top, everybody else? Top fifteen. Top fifteen. Like I rank everybody else. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. So he's not a starting quarterback. Uh, I think he's Kirk Cousins is is way way better than Dak Prescott. Yes, this okay. year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then why this year? Just because of his wide receivers? Yeah, it makes sense. Okay. Dak's top fifteen. I'll say top twelve. Top twelve, okay. Top twelve. So he should be starting at twelve, man. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. I could say that. That'll be fine there. Seahawks, Broncos. Super excited for this one. I am stupid high on Royce, fucking Freeman, man. Everybody is. Everybody's oh my crazy god! So he just he just the reports came out. Uh, sources had said that uh, he will be announced the. Number one on the depth chart, running back. The other day, they came out and said Devontae Booker was going to be the running back. And I was like, wow, this is dumb. Vance Joseph, like, goodness, having the time of his life um, out here and uh, not making stupid, stupid choices. So I'm glad he changed his mind. Royce Freeman is going to be an animal. Everyone's comparing him to being like this year's Kareem Hunt. I'm super excited to watch him play against the Seahawks defense. But not um, this year's Alvin Kamara? Mm, no, so no. he's not going to be. He's not. He's not, he's not an Alvin Kamara type of guy. Okay. No, he's more. He's more of a, a Kareem Hunt uh, lookalike in a way. I would say. I would say that's very fair. Uh, other key components of this Denver team. Want to talk? Talk about some Jake Butt. You want to talk about a little Jake Butt? Jake Butt. <laughs> I don't think this guy's fantasy relevant, the but bet, I, just I don't his think name. he is either. I don't know what's going to happen. I hope he becomes it though. I really do. I hope he becomes. I hope he starts getting some good targets and oh, starts man. producing. I you don't have to produce very much to be a tight end this year. I want to hear fantasy team names for Jake Butt. Yeah, me too. Oh man, there's so many options. There are, and we we need to make a thread about that. But uh, quarterback Case Keenum is in the building. 
Uh, you got your boys Emmanuel Sanders. You got new rookie Cortland Sutton. And then you still you got, got Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel got, Sanders. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. With Demarius Thomas there, obviously everybody's kind of classifying him as the wide receiver one. I'm not seeing it. I think Emmanuel Sanders is going to take that role over this year. I think Emmanuel is going to be uh, the saving grace. I think Emmanuel Sanders has had plenty of chances to take over that role, and he has not done it yet. And they the still beauty, have their faith in Demarius Thomas, and he will have way more targets than Emmanuel Sanders this year. But the beauty it's of this simple. is they are putting Emmanuel back in the slot. That's where he loves to be, and I think that with him having a good mentality, being exactly where he wants to be on that field, running the routes that he wants to run. They can put him at running back, and Demarius Thomas will still have more targets. Okay, Do I well, think that Emmanuel Sanders is better? Yes, but they freaking have faith in Demarius Thomas. They have too much faith. Well, that's that's what they do, though. Well, when you're sitting there having the time of your life, sometimes you, you, you make you just some mistakes. just with Demarius Thomas. And, you know. Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders, if you start Emmanuel Sanders, you are crazy, because... He is always. You're talking about starting him over Demarius. Yeah, for sure. Not starting him in general. Um, Maybe even starting. Maybe even starting him in general because last year, like he would have these amazing games and he would just have this slump game. And it's like I hate players like that. I hate players that are just like up and then down and up. I like just you ain't got to do great for me. Just don't do shit for me and stay like I always like I always said, ten, twelve points, man. Every player gets ten, twelve points. You've got. Like, probably a 90% chance you're going to win that game. And I think that with him in the slot, you're going to start seeing that consistency there. I think him and Case Keenum <clears> are going to have a great connection. We already know the run game is going to be taking taking it taking it to town with Rolls-Royce Freeman. Man, the hype on him is so insane. I can't... I, I got a guy that's trying to trade me for Royce. And who's he offering you? Um, He hasn't really offered anybody. Like he, he, Alright, so I, I ended up ste- um, stealing where he wanted to take... Uh, Devontae Adams, which I think that was my second, yeah, that was my second round pick, and he wanted to take Devontae Adams there, and I, I took him, you know, I took him over AJ Green. Um, then he ended up just taking AJ Green, and then whenever it came back to the fourth, I think I picked Gronk in the third, and then the fourth round, um, I picked Royce Freeman, and he was the pick after me again, and uh, I took that from him, and he he wants him real bad, but I I, I can't give up somebody that he wants that bad. For unless he gives me something good, like I don't want AJ Green from him. I passed up on AJ Green for my own reasons. I don't want AJ Green, you know. Because you still know in the back of your mind that Royce Freeman's going to do the damn thing. I'm, I think I think that I hope that I can get good with the running backs that I have in this league is just insane. Like I have very good running back depth in this team. So if if like there's a hype train that goes for Royce, I mean unless Royce Freeman gets out there and does some Lev Bell type shit. You know, like I see some real solid, solid stuff out of him maybe because I don't know a whole lot about him. I took him because of the hype. I didn't take him because I knew he was going to do good. Man, I've watched him. And, and he's, he's he's still playing for the Denver Broncos. You can't take away that fact. You, you know, you have great players all over the place. Like A.J. Green, he still plays for the Bengals. Jarvis Landry, he still plays for the Browns. That's probably what's pulled me away from Royce Freeman a whole lot. Yeah, but these are the playmakers. These are the people that when you do have a bad team, you got to rely on one person to make something. And what does that happen? And happen happening to me, and I'm getting hurt. Yeah, they're on there. They're getting they're getting the most amount of targets, but they're also getting the most amount of hits. But one thing I had to learn to stop doing, like you've told me, and a lot of other people have told me, is you can't sit here and worry about if they get hurt. You have to go off of what we. You're right. I understand. I'm just saying, putting those things together. I'm not worried about him getting hurt. He's going to be a workhorse. Exactly. I'm worried about he's going to be too much of a workhorse. I'm worried that he's going to get run to the ground on that team, and I'm worried that they're not going to have to worry about the freaking passing game at all. You know, Alvin Kamara, he does good. Why? I feel a lot of it comes from 
He's got Drew Brees throwing the football. They've got to respect Drew Brees. They've got to respect the wide receivers. They've got to respect the run game. They've got a whole team. I'm not really worried about throwing the football from... Well, Royce Freeman can still catch the ball when he needs to. Yeah, he can. All right, so we've seen a little bit of that. We know he's there. I think that with this matchup, uh, going against the Seahawks, it's going to be beautiful. I think it's going to be a great opener for the Broncos and their home opener. The Seahawks team... Not not too heavy on this defense. That you, uh, we we all know they have lost the Legion of Boom. That's Earl Thomas. Don't even want to be there. No, I mean it's sad. And then you look at this offense that they have. You still got one the the number one fantasy quarterback from last year, Russell Wilson. He's throwing that ball to uh, potentially to Doug Baldwin if the Willie McGinnis mystery hasn't been <laughs> solved. So we have to always remember that. And if you don't know what we're talking about, go go to our Twitter and, and look for it, and you'll find so it. So you've got Lockett, you've got Baldwin, Brandon Marshall, you've got Brandon Marshall, mm. Marshall, Marshall, Marshall. It's, it's sad that we didn't see him on the field long enough last year Mm-mm. to see what he still had to offer. He's almost ready to be a full-time anchor somewhere, so that's coming. Yep. Always remember that. Uh, Seahawks. I'm, uh, and then in the Lockett's going to do really good this year. I feel we got uh, just like he did last year. Yeah, I think Lockett. He got he got a deal that he signed up. He's good. He's good to roll. Lockett could could easily turn into maybe one of the hot targets on that team. Uh, they're not really working with much with tight ends since Jimmy Graham's going now. And then the running back, you got uh, Rashad Penny, rookie running back. And then you got what is it? Chris Carson is going to be the so, starter. Yeah. And Chris Carson looked pretty fierce. I'm not going to lie, Chris Carson was looking good, man. So I've I've seen him in a, go in a couple of drafts. It's just that committee thing, man. Yeah. I hate committees and and for fantasy football. And ever I since really they did. lost Marshawn Lynch, they haven't been able to get it right since. Mm-hmm. No, ever since they didn't run the football, they threw it instead. Yeah. So with Russell on his legs, throwing the ball, I think Russell still can make some stuff happen. You're definitely going to see. You know, uh, I think this could be this could turn into a uh, an air game. I think you're going to see a lot more scoring out of the I Seahawks. Think you're see the Seahawks win this game by a lot. You think the Seahawks are going to win? Oh yeah. I, I'm gonna go Bronx. Okay. I'm gonna go Broncos. Go Coast. Go Coast. So Sunday night game. We're making. We're almost done with all the games, guys. It's been, it's been a long podcast. It's been a long time. Man. It's been a long time. It's been eighty-four years. Throw the jewel <laughs> into the water. <laughs> um, so Bears oh, and Packers crystal. are are the crystal. <laughs> <laughs> Devin Kajus, what are you doing down there? <laughs> man, that, that's shit. That's all right, hilarious. Sunday night, Sunday night yes, football, Sunday night football. Chicago Bears are going to be in. Uh, Green Bay playing against the Packers. The Bears have had some of the most exciting shit happening in the past couple of days. You got Khalil Mack is a Bear now on the defense. The defense has the Bears defense earned a uh, spot on on your rosters now? No, no, no. I'm going with yes. I'm going with no. I think yes. Ah. They already had it. They ah. already had a, a good defense thing kind of forming. It wasn't like fantasy good, but it was good. But now with Khalil Mack there, I think I it's going to be really first. good. I have to see him play first. I, I picked him up. I picked him up. There. I have a I have a bench defense now. Just to wait to see what happens. That sucks. I never have done that, but that I did sucks. it. I just want to see what happens. Who did you weeks. drop? You remember who you dropped? Bilal Powell. <laughs> Okay, maybe. <laughs> exactly. Maybe. It, it was it was kind of a, a win-win. <laughs> like, I really didn't want him. He, he was kind of like a poison on my team anyway. So I didn't really want him there. So, yeah, I picked up the Bears defense for Bilal Powell. 
and uh, you guys can all judge me on that how you want to. They but, paid a lot. They paid a lot for him, man. Khalil Mack. They did. Paid a lot for him. What was it 144? No, not the money, the draft picks. The, the, the money was well deserved, but the the draft picks is what I'm worried. That's that's two first round picks in 2 years. Man. And and like a conditional third or third and then the conditional fifth or something. That he didn't end up getting like a conditional um conditional fourth I think or something back. It was like it was insane. It's hard it's to pretty, remember. It's pretty heavy. But you lose two first round picks. You have you have no first round picks for night twenty nineteen or twenty twenty. But you get Khalil Mack. But you get Khalil Mack. You do. And on the offense of this Bears team, and like this is like one of the biggest rivalries in the NFL too. The Packers and the Bears. Everyone knows that this is going to be the most exciting game. That's why it, Aaron Rodgers was upset. Oh man, Aaron Rodgers. He has to go up against Khalil Mack now. Yeah, but like, Aaron Rodgers, he can make some people miss. So he can. He Khalil can. Mack gonna have to, he gonna have to work hard for that one. So on the offensive side of the ball with the Bears, Mitchell Trubisky, the Trub Show, um, he's going to be slinging to uh, Allen Robinson, my boy Trey Burton. Love me some Trey this year. Um, and then you also have uh, the new rookie guy coming out of there. Who is that guy everybody's been talking about? Who? Anthony Miller. Yeah. Anthony Miller, yeah. You got Anthony Miller there. He's hit a lot of hype around him as a rookie uh, wide receiver. And um, then you got Jordan Howard and Tariq Cohen. So, I mean, we could see something happen with Matt Nagy there, changing some things up. I really think this Bears team has a really good opportunity to shine bright this year. I think that I it's, hope to see good things come from it's been, for Trib this year. It's been too long since the Bears have been good, and I'm ready to see them be good again. I, I think we're going that. to this year. I think It's this a rebuilding year. They still got some work to do. But, but new offense, great offensive mind in Chicago now uh, from the Andy Reid tree. Um, it's it's going to be amazing to see. And there's been a lot. Did, did you know that Ron Rivera was from the Andy Reid tree? I did not. Yeah, Ron Rivera is from the Andy Reid tree. Um, so I mean, you've got some good some good coaches that have come out of there. And when you're looking at how this system can develop, I think this is going to be a really exciting and changing year. And they're going to be able to give that that NFC North a run for the money, man. Oh yeah, for sure, big time. So on the Packers side of the ball, it's it's a given. You got Aaron Rodgers, that's done. Devontae Adams has been a big key for argument this year. Uh, some people are saying like, eh, eh, whatever. I think he's going to be spectacular. I think he is really going to earn. I think he could get you to a fantasy championship if you there's, have him on there's there. There's always good multiple targets for Aaron Rodgers. Always. And so you got, well, you're going to have Devontae Adams. And Jimmy Graham. He's the clear number one, though. And of course, but still, it's Aaron Rodgers. He knows how to move that ball around. He, he dumps off the running backs. He he can do he can do a lot of things very well. And now right? with Jimmy Graham, and they're going to be a there. high scoring offense. Uh, of believe. course, and they always are. But with Jimmy Graham being there now, I just want to see Jimmy Graham used the right way. I do and too. If he is used the right way. The Packers. It's uncertainty really... there, man. It's uncertainty for everybody that to spend a good draft pick on him. Because he was going a little, you know, like wide, like a tight end, what four four? I believe so. I think tight end four usually. And man, I hope I hope they use him right. I mean, but if if they continue to what they've always done with tight ends, I mean, Richard Rodgers have a great game here and there. You know, Richard Rodgers was never a Jimmy Graham, but Aaron Rodgers loves to sling that football around, loves to throw it deep, and you could really see that come out of Jimmy Graham this year. I hope to see it. So I didn't. You, I never drafted him in anything. I don't. I don't have any shares of him either. I will be plugging him in some DFS though. I think that he could really make it shine, make it happen there for him. The Packers, the Bears, going to be a very fun game. Who takes cake on this one? 
Packers. Go Pack Go. Yeah. <laughs> Monday night now. Two games on Monday night always. Will we see a returner Sergio Dip? It's 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 always something that needs to happen. I think Sergio should definitely come back, and if he's going to come back, I want him to come back. Um, well, I want him to be there for the Rams Raiders game for sure. But uh, before we talk about that, Jets are going to be playing the Lions in Detroit. Matt Patricia, new head coach for the Lions. Um, they have so many running backs: Carryon Johnson, Legarrette Blunt. Legarrette Blunt, you you have him starting in one of your leagues, actually. Yeah, I had and that's because uh, you lost McKinnon. McKinnon. Yeah. yeah, but uh, who who do you think is going to be this this the the key guy middle of the seasons here? Who is running that football in Detroit? Uh, a split between Blunt and Carryon. So you think a split will stay? Yeah, you don't think, think it's so. not going to be one guy? Theo Riddick gets phased out a little bit. I think Theo Riddick is gone after this year. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, I could see that too. I mean, you said middle of the year, so I think he's still going to be on the on the team, but it could be his, definitely could be his last year. And what happens to Garrett Blunt? I don't know. I don't, I think he's a great running back. I I don't know what Carryon's going to be able to do, but I think it's just insane the way people are sleeping on the Garrett Blunt, and like he's still won two Super Bowls with two different teams, and he's a decent running back. I mean, goal line situations. He's always gotten a touchdown. And know? he's got a familiar coach. Yes. He's very familiar with Matt Patricia. Matt Patricia's gotten there for a reason. Don't sleep on Garrett Blunt. No. Don't you let him see go. him being a, a, a That dude is a, a steal. guy that nobody saw coming for a reason that makes no sense to me. I it hope just, to see him go off this year this this week. We mainly need to interview because I got more people. Bilotto, but. We need to interview as many people as we can to be like, why the hell are you, are you all so low on LeGarrette Blunt? I want to know it myself, too. So he is a steal if you got him in your drafts. Uh, I'd be completely fine plugging him in to play against this Jets defense because with Jamal Adams is about all you got there, really. And, um, man, it's going to be fun. I think that Detroit's going to win this game. Uh, on the other side of the ball, Sam Darnold has been named the starting quarterback. Are you starting Sam Darnold? No, I'm not. I gotta see what he's got, man. I gotta see what he's got. He he can throw that ball good on the run. He does things a little unorthodox. I think it's cool, and I think that he definitely can earn himself to be a fantasy uh, a fantasy quarterback. Maybe in about you know uh, sixteen team league. Yeah, for sure. Sixteen team. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Go for it. But um, uh, I think it's going to just be a kind of a mad game. Um, it's just two teams. I don't see anything really electric. Matt Stafford's going to be doing his normal thing with Golden Tate and Marvin Jones. I don't think anything's going to change there. Mark Galladay, man. Everybody's been hyped on him. Kenny Galladay. They think everybody thinks that he's like he's a number three wide receiver on the dev chart. He's going to be the number three wide receiver in uh, in the rotation. It's like what, what what do you think he's going to like come out there and just just be Antonio Brown or something? I don't know. No, he's going to come out there and be Calvin Johnson. Is what people think. Well, people think this dude is Calvin Johnson, man, just because of his height, just how big he is, and like what he can do. And like look, last year, yeah, he you got, got two like, wide receivers ahead of you that you're going to you going to better come out there and do something great. Do Marvin Jones the boy. Marvin Jones is the one. Now, he was a top five wide receiver last year. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and they slept on him, too, because I got him late. Oh, I did. I got oh, him late This year you got year. him? Oh, last year you did? Last year I got him late. See, I didn't even draft him. I picked him off the waiver wire in one league I was I in I drafted year. him last year, and I was, I was, was so excited about when he went off. I'm excited to see about it. With the Jets wide receiver game, Quincy Anumwa, uh Jermaine Curse is hurt. 
and then Robbie Anderson's got some bullshit going on. But it's, it's, it's all been—I haven't heard anything about it. So it's like I've heard more about the the Sean McCoy deal than I've heard about him. And just not as the Sean McCoy was, not was nothing sexy. but the Sean McCoy was nothing but an allegation. And then like I think Robbie admitted to everything that he maybe that's what he, it's just know, not. It's not a sexy story. It's not juicy enough. Yeah, not juicy at all. Our last game of the slate. It's been fun. It's been real. Let's go ahead and get this over with. Los Angeles Rams and the Raiders. This is easy. It's an easy winner here. Man, I, the, I'm, I'm very, 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 very... As many... As, the thing is, so many people are very high on the Rams this year. With good reason. Paper. By paper. Let's go on paper. It looks good. No, it looks good more than just paper. Defense looks good on paper. Defense looks good no matter what. Chip Kelly. Offense looks good no matter what. Chip the Kelly. team looks good on paper and on the field. Just wait for it this year. And everybody's sleeping on Jared Goff this year. He and, and like I don't know how what the percentage is, but I know every league that I'm in, that man is undrafted. He really and is. And I think that it would take one or two weeks before he will be in every single lineup. He'll be 100% on. Dude, he was a starter last year. I know. And and like and so people are still just kind of like just like whatever I guess I mean that yeah of he's course got a low projection options. he's got a low projection he's only got Todd Gurley to throw to uh, Brandon Cooks to throw to Robert Woods Robert Woods to throw to I mean come on man I love it I like I like Brandon Cooks got I think the young, I think is he still this the youngest, is where Brandon the Cooks head coach of the of the in the in the, in the Sean McVay he's still the youngest right you got him. I mean, he's the youngest coach, but I think this is Brandon Cook's redemption year. I think Brandon Cooks is really going to come back strong. I think he's going to do it. I think he's going to be used properly. Like you're talking about Jimmy Graham, when yeah. he's used properly. Brandon Cooks would be used properly. Well, they were talking about that this morning. I was hearing a couple of people that were discussing how they're just like, I don't want nothing to do with Brandon Cooks. He's only 25, and he's already been to three different teams. And nah, nah. It's like, you know what? Use him right. He didn't fit in New England. And then somebody said he didn't do good in New Orleans. Dude, he was fucking great in New <laughs> Orleans. He did damn good in New Orleans. Yeah. He was uh, the the wide receiver that went off every fucking week, it seemed like. like how many points did Brandon Cook get this week? Oh, 30, uh, 25, 40. It was, it was insane the way that man was putting up numbers. Right. So in this game, too, you lost Khalil Mack on the, on the Raiders' defense. This is going to be pretty easy. I think this is going to be a simple game. Sergio Dip is going to be broadcasting the entire game probably by the half um, for sure. I think it'll be a closer game than you think. John Gruden's going to be screaming. Um, Derek Carr is still a Chucky's very good quarterback. Yeah, but if he gets one more bad hit, his back is done and he's in a wheelchair. <laughs> so... That's fear. <laughs> That's real, so? too. Look, uh, we all know Martavis Bryant got cut. He's out. So it's Jordy Nelson show. Stepping up on that one, man. That's going to um, be great for him. Jordy Nelson is really going to do well, but they are signing a shitload of veterans, and I think that's where the whole John Gruden narrative gets kind of rough because he just wants to get the older guys in there. So it's like, what are you doing? Where I need are you more going? people my age. Yeah, exactly. He was trying to bring the night. He had the starter hat on the day Where's in the press Dez conference. At? Where's Dez at, man? Dez ain't there. But you know who is there? Brandon LaFell. Yeah. <laughs> When's the last time we said that name? Uh, it didn't work out too well for No, us. it did not. It did not. So Brandon LaFell is going to be over there. I don't think he's going to have any fantasy relevance. I think it's all going to be Amari Cooper and Jordy Nelson. And then you're going to have Marshawn Lynch running the ball. I think it's going to be the same old story with the Raiders this year. It's just going to kind of be like, yeah, John Gruden's there. That's where the hype is. You know, it's like the it's 90s same old all story. Wait till you see Derek Carr throw that football again and you remember... How so well you think, Derek Carr did last year. So do you think Derek Carr is going to lead this team to victory on Monday night? <sighs> it's going to be close. going to be close? It's going to be close. I'm going to Rams all the way. It's going to be close. I'm thinking the Rams, I think the Rams are going to win. 
But I think it's going to be a better game than you think. Well, we'll go with that. Guys, it's been one hell of a show. It is NFL kickoff week. It is the... We ran through every damn game for you. Hope we didn't miss anything. That was a lot. That was a lot. This is a freaking two-hour podcast. My brain hurts. Oh, boy. I'm about to go and uh, go ahead and take me take care of some things. Since okay. We're done with this. Excited about you taking care of things. I'm going to go take good. care of some things, guys. But uh, look, we hope you guys enjoyed everything. Get pumped up. Get hyped. It is week one. Let us know what you think. Let us know how you did. Tweet at us at GarageGuysFS. You can follow me at GarageGuyChase on Twitter. Jordan, where can they follow you on Twitter this week? Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Follow him at Jordan underscore Gerald. That's where he is. Uh, hashtag Go Tigers, though. You have to make sure you enter the hashtag. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Guys, we love you guys. We'll see you next week. Thanks for everything. Sports party. Repeat. <laughs>